0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from the Mail Fuzz Network. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. What's up, Hoosers? And returning from his sick leave from last week, the ginger... Actually, hold on, let me rephrase that introduction, sorry, because I learned a new phrase the past week from a new show from Fox oh, called, called Son of Zorn, and there was a phrase in it that I want to use now on this show every time I introduce Connor, so... I'm going to do it again. So, always with me is Matt. Hey,
1: what's up, boozers?
0: Bring on the ginger! Connor's here. Wasn't it just ginge? You're right, it was just ginge. I apologise. But it's close enough. Right, I'll finesse it next week. I'll finesse it next week. Ginge
1: sounds like the next step from mange. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, i got a bad case of (laughs) ginge. Oh, dear. Uh, And also this week, we have a guest. We have Tim Vergulish. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, you're probably wondering who Tim is. Tim, of course, does no, the... No, no, they know who I am. Well, just just in case, <laughs> on some off chance that they don't, I'm going to explain it. Uh, Tim okay. is my uh, co-host on our horror movie show that we do in the Mailed Fuzz Movies channel on YouTube, mm-hmm. called Screams After Midnight. We talk about horror movies. Uh, Tim himself is also a up-and-coming comic book <laughs> writer. Tim, why don't you tell them about your comic book, Goatman, and why they should care about Goatman?
2: Uh, well, it's it's just a fun little uh, romp uh, about a, uh, a goat man, if you're familiar with the urban legend of goat man from uh, the Beltsville, Maryland area. Uh, it's kind of a take on that. And, um, yeah, I've been self-publishing comics for about three or four years now, and uh, my latest one, uh, Veterinary Clinic, uh, should actually be coming out soon. Uh, I the, had a Kickstarter for it uh, that finished... Uh, last month and uh, we actually just sent it to the printer yesterday so hopefully should be uh, you know, bearing any problems or anything uh, should be getting that out pretty soon
0: which is cool, in fact you might even remember if you've been listening to this show or watching this show since the start, the first like three episodes I think we promoted that Kickstarter quite a bit yeah. So yeah, yeah you guys did, that was uh, very nice of you, thank you very much, I appreciate that a lot you're welcome, Tim. It's always a pleasure to help out, Tim. He's also a uh, up-and-coming stand-up comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Which, which, uh, which I'm going to point out, just in case he cracks a really awkward joke later. It's just it's yeah. intentional. It's, it's his thing. Like, this, thing it's of- this was a time oh, that- used amateur.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so wait the awkwardness is on purpose I thought that was just Tim being Tim
2: this is uh, yeah. This, this feels way too weird with Pete being
0: too nice we need to
2: get back into our normal roles where we all just hate each other
0: alright well we're going to talk about comic books uh, DC comic books specifically because that's what we do on this show uh, and this was a big week like super big week there's a total of 14 books that we are going to be talking about over the course of this show Fortnight of comics. Now I did not read all of these. <laughs> I think the only one who read all of them was Connor. Yeah. <laughs> what, what am I doing? Because Connor's got <laughs> Connor's corner at the end, of course. Yeah, you have an out.
1: Like you can be like, "Hey, guys, I'm not reading this anymore."
0: I know,
3: but you did, no, no, this is your fault. You were running late. If we were <laughs> here on time and everyone was waiting to go, and I was like, oh, "I've just got to read Red Hood." It was like, ah, oh, forget it.
0: Everyone's here. You, know, to go. you kept saying
1: you're going to read Red Hood until the team came together. Don't put this yeah. on me.
0: Which ter- which has turned into the first arc. So he's committed till issue six. Yes. I'm saying it right now. He's committed till issue six.
1: Maybe 12, knowing the author who must not
0: be named. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to be satisfied until he's read enough to fill an omnibus, quite frankly. <laughs> this is getting out of control. <laughs>
1: again you did it to yourself in fact at this point i'm
0: not allowed to drop anything ever no you're not no you're Uh,
1: allowed to except for red hood like
0: that's you're committed all right so i'm going to tell you what's coming up in the show then so the books we're going to be talking about today are detective comics 940 all-star batman issue 2 action comics 963 wonder woman issue 6 the flash issue 6 green lanterns issue 6 uh, which of course was delayed from last week when it was meant to come out, but we're getting caught up this week. Um Batgirl and the Birds of Prey issue two, Superwoman issue two, New Superman issue three, Suicide Squad issue two, Deathstroke issue two, then we're going to jump into Connor's Corner for Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Court, issue four, Red Hood and the Outlaws issue two, and then a little bit new new little new thing at the end. We've got a little DC's Young animal section where we're going to be discussing the issue one of Doom Patrol, which is the first book from that sort of uh, sub-line from DC, which we're going to at least check out all the number ones in that line. Uh, Whether or not we continue them, I mean, we're going to be a lot more lax with that, because, you know, we're really here to talk about the main DC line stuff. It's not everybody. everybody. That's a sneak peek into what Matt thinks of it. So, that's all the books that are coming up. We'll get to them pretty quickly. Now, is, is there a
2: reason why you say 940 instead of 940?
3: I think it's a habit he has where the other's like, what, what was uh, action? So That's what did his
0: computing
1: browser.
3: 963. Yeah. So he yeah. <laughs> but instead of 940, he, he just does 940. When it goes to three
0: digits, I like to say it the, the three digits because it, it makes it really clear what the number is. I don't know. It's just a habit. It's just it's my own pers my own personal thing, Tim. My God, okay. he, we're five minutes into this show with him, and he's already <laughs> messing with things. I, just, yeah, I, just I need curious. to go get I'm a, a
1: euro. Of... We need to get the show on the road. <laughs> well, I
2: think uh, uh, myself and a lot of fans were wondering, so just, <laughs> I think is. It had to be said. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Uh, right. Be
0: Before we get to the bookstores, just a couple of quick bits on news that we should cover. One's very quick. James Tenney in the fourth has signed an exclusive contract with DC. He's going to be sticking Shopping. around. It's Yeah, exactly. It's, has it makes ever, complete sense. written anything
1: for Marvel? Not for Marvel. He has a, uh, a creator owned called the woods, which I'm interested in checking out now.
3: They're usually still allowed the like, creator own stuff anyway. Yeah.
1: So, so. I, yeah, I a don't few think creator stuff, but
2: yeah.
0: okay.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he's worked for the other company. Okay, so, well, this is
0: just them uh, making sure that he won't. Um, and given that he's well, doing a knockout job on Detective, and we'll be getting to well, that very soon. And he's come a sense. long
1: way from being Snyder's like student. Like that's how they met. As he mm. was one of yeah. Snyder's writing students. Yeah, that's how so, he got started
0: at DC, wasn't he? he? Was doing the yeah, the backups, yeah. doing the backups, yeah. and he did Talon, which no one liked. <laughs> well, I don't speak for everyone, but I don't it was, think. Anyone it, here was I into read it. the
1: first it six, was, and it wasn't that good.
0: It's so forgettable. And,
2: I thought it was okay, but, like, just... Yeah, end of the day, it's it's nothing
0: special. Yeah. Cool. Right, so that was the first quick thing. Um, James the Fourth is now an exclusive at DC. The other thing is that the, the monthly results, the sales results for August are out. Um, not the full chart, because they always wait a couple of weeks before we get the full, you know, top 200, and we can see how many DC books were in the top 50 and that kind of thing. But we got the top 10, and we got the market shares, Uh, We also got the the great headlines that apparently this August was the the twenty year high for August. This is like this is like really successful. We're having a really good year. Apparently, it's been on an upward trend uh, year on year for the last few years. Just in general, the the comics, the direct market's actually getting stronger as we go. Um, And DC, as kind of expected, uh, once again uh, took shares, and they actually took a bigger share than they did last month. Uh, from the retail share, which is the uh the money made, they had thirty nine point two seven percent um compared to Marvel's thirty point seven eight and of course the rest will make up the other uh, odds and ends. Yes, Matt, I thought you had something to say. I was say to say
1: that's because of uh Marvel constantly delaying their <laughs> issues. So doesn't help, does it? Yeah.
0: Can't no, help. it's not out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the unit market share, which is the number of books sold, uh, DC actually have forty four point five nine percent of the books sold in the month of August. Thank so, Lord. It's a, which I believe is a, a full twenty percent up from where they were in April or May. So since rebirth has started, they've went up twenty percent of the market share. That's actually really so, really good.
1: And I wonder what the do you have the numbers for like what the Star Wars market share is
0: uh no they don't put that separately i'm afraid
1: (laughs) gotcha because i remember when they first came out we talked about like they'd have enough of the market share to be its own third brand Hmm. you know so i'm wondering how much of that is propping up marvel um because just i know from going into my shop people are reading less marvel at least the people i talk to there Uh, and they're reading more dc
0: so not yet which is
1: good as a dc fan but you know
0: yeah uh (laughs) It's funny actually because Marvel announced a, book, a a a crossover event this week, which is uh Monsters Unleashed or something like that. Something, oh yeah, something along it's those lines. Like things. a Scooby
1: Doo project.
0: I don't, well, I don't know if
2: it's necessarily like a crossover thing. I think it's more of a like mini series just about kind of like the old Marvel monsters. Okay. I think they're
0: playing it as an event, aren't they? Yeah, there is some tie-ins. They, they said
2: there was tie-ins. Uh, maybe I, I don't know too much uh, about it, but they I they did make it seem like got at first, but
1: what's that and okay. so if i can get some werewolf by night and tomb of dracula you talking
2: about cool. uh jack russell the werewolf by night
0: hell yeah the uh,
2: best named comic book characters ever
0: <laughs> all right uh, so just to wrap this up I, I do have the top 10 books sold in the month of august and i'm sure you're curious um number nope. one <laughs> unfortunately is harley quinn issue one <laughs> <laughs> you people um hey. I have no regrets. Now, admittedly, that one is cheaper. <laughs> I'm blaming lot.
1: you and James, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> We're buying all
0: of them. It's so your yeah. fault. Uh, although, no, the real fault, the reason why this is really at number one, though, I mean, don't get me wrong, issue two is still in the top ten, so it still did quite well anyway, but issue one had a ridiculous number of variants, which I'm sure helped prop it up to number one here, but uh, so Harley Quinn issue one is number one. Number two was All-Star Batman issue one, which makes complete sense. Batman issue one, uh, doing well. Who'd have thought that? Uh, number three is Suicide Squad issue one. Uh, number no, five to say, isn't it? <laughs> Not really. I'm just I'm, my brain's <laughs> fried here, Matt. Come on. Uh, number four is the single, um, non DC book of the top ten, and that is Amazing Spider Man issue 16, which ap- cool. apparently was the start of a, a big new storyline, I think, which is why it's uh. So high. Uh number five is Suicide Squad Rebirth issue one. Number six is Batman Issue Four. Number seven is Batman Issue Five. Number eight is Justice League issue two. Number nine is Harley Quinn issue two. And number ten is Supergirl Rebirth issue one. I'm happy Supergirl made it on the top ten. Yeah.
4: That pleases yeah. me. You,
3: I tell you what's interesting about the, the Harley Quinn at number one. Obviously, it's because there's so many variants. But do you see this whole they can return them, right? Mm-hmm. At the minute? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: So I wonder how much of that is unsold stock and how much actually got sold.
1: Yeah, because Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn those are both major releases around the Suicide Squad movie. The same week. I'm wondering yeah, I'm wondering if the shops just ordered a butt ton of them. Yeah, that's possible. So,
2: yeah. I I could be wrong, but I think with Harley Quinn, uh, I think it was one of those books that um stores could do like the you know those store exclusive variants which they yeah 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 you have to order a lot to get those so that probably uh, helped it a lot
3: yeah but to be fair it was a good seller even before rebirth so yeah no,
1: don't, don't yeah but around. not not top five seller right yeah like, not not
0: beating batman no. uh sell
1: like to top it so no.
0: That said, I'm sure. I'm sure you know the movie coming out, and then Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn both hitting, on Harley Quinn at least yeah. was the same week. I think Suicide Squad as well. It was. And uh, yeah. obviously, that that couldn't have hurt, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of what the stores were ordering, in terms of how many people were actually buying them. I'm sure that was all boosted from that. So, yeah. Um But there you go. That's that's the uh, couple of tidbits and news that I wanted to throw in there before we get to books. But without further ado. And Full warning, there will be Stephanie Browns for each book as we discuss them.
4: <laughs>
0: That's uh, spoilers for people who aren't uh, getting my joke. Um, so, there you go. So that the first... joke
1: was so bad, Tim had to take a drink.
0: Because <laughs> the
1: final Wait, professors, there's yeah. whiskey in that cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a bad joke, that was a quality joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a quality joke. Alright, first book we're going to talk about going first book we're going to talk about is detective comics 940 uh written by james Tenney and the fourth art by eddie barrows and this was the end of the first arc for detective comics and oh boy uh what an issue i
1: hate comics that make me tear up that's
0: all yeah if, <laughs> if, I, was, I
1: don't hate I the have, quality i hate that they make me feel emotions for paper
2: now, uh, to be fair with this, though, I think it was like the fastest I've ever gone from being like devastated to being like, yep. oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. There was obviously there's a lot going on in here. Uh, obviously, the last issue ended with Tim being like, okay, I've reprogrammed all these drones to come and attack me, and that was a big cliffhanger we left off on. This week, the drones come for him. He seems to survive a round of them, but in the meantime, like Batman's trying to get to him, he's trying to. You know, gather the troops. Everyone's trying to get there, and they're all talking to him on the comms. You know, and Tim says to Batman, "You know, thank all the other guys for everything. Thank you, Bruce. You know, really heartfelt goodbye." Uh, Steph calls him. He's like, "I love you, Stephanie," and she's like, "No, don't hang up." And we get that splash page, that glorious splash page of Tim just being obliterated by a horde of bullets, um, which is you know, it's rough, rough. Um, but as as much as I was getting a little. Like heartfelt and teary-eyed, up in the build-up to that with all the goodbyes, it was the scene with Stephanie and Batman afterwards that yeah. truly that did it. Me. That
1: yeah, that broke it like bane to Batman's back. That was it.
0: <laughs> because there, there's some good. There's a couple of pages of reactions before that of like you know like uh, you see Cass looking, you see Clayface looking kind of sad, and you know yeah. the Cassandra
1: the- Kane one. That's that was Eddie Barrows at his best because that's a silent yeah. character. And he put mm. her was it a, a like a quarter panel? So it was pretty big but not huge. And you just felt the body language throughout yeah, that. Like so well done.
0: Yeah, it was great. Um so the same with Steph and Batman though. So Batman goes to see Steph and he's just sort of went to comfort her and like, you know, tell her that, you know, this, this is what Tim does. And t- Tim knew this life, he picked this life, and that's mm. when Steph hits some with the uh, the acceptance letter to the college that yeah. Tim was gonna go to. He was gonna leave mm-hmm. and go off and do this and, like, Batman drops the letter, and it's like... You he, he get that sense of... He realises that Tim was going to get out of this life. That Tim was going to go and yep. do other things with his life, because even though he was good at this... <laughs> <laughs> the hell was that? For a
1: second, I thought that was Tim! Too... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. Um, so, yeah, but... So, even though... Like he was good at this life, like he was he was destined to go and do other things. Like he, he could contribute to the world in a different way and he was gonna go do that. And like Batman dropping a letter and we get this awkward moment, but th- then we get the fantastic like both of them turn round. And there's that great panel before the splash page where you actually see them hug, where their hands are just like reaching for each other. Yeah. And it's just a really, really sweet moment. Um there was a, a small tinge of worry after the killing joke movie that something else was about to happen, but otherwise <laughs> yeah. we're fine. We were fine. <laughs> Uh, no, really emotional. And in, Before we get to the end, and I don't want to talk about the ending yet. We'll save the last few pages for uh, the end. Uh, also, Batwoman beats the crap out of her father and yeah. arrests him.
1: did not come out looking so well.
0: Yeah, she takes him out of custody because he's like, "Oh yeah, the ship's about to teleport. Uh, if you want to get off, now's the times." Like, yeah, not alone. And <laughs> she just like dives at him through the window. Yeah. No, really good. Really, really good. Really, really strong. There's almost not a lot to talk about in that first chunk because it's pretty straightforward, but just really emotional.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it was really the ticking clock of them trying to get to Tim. Yeah. And then Ulysses being like, well, there's no stopping it. Like, he did this to himself. This is what he gets. Mm -hmm. And Batman's like, don't you ever say that. You know, there's got to be a way. Yeah, there's always a
0: way. That's Batman's mantra. There's always a way. Yep. So that was really, really well done. So. Yeah. and as you said the art did a really good job of getting the facial expressions and the uh, the body language down like throughout oh yeah so but I was until the reveal
1: you know like Tim uh, foreshadowed you know that, that things aren't what they seem yep. I was like how many Robins are we going to go through because <laughs> Grayson died for all yeah. intents and purposes right mm-hmm. and then Tim and Damien's died and and the other one yeah he died and like it's the most famous so i was just like man track record on robins is not good
0: no yeah but yeah we're getting to a point where batman's going to have to be held accountable for the amount of kids he's uh got killed i just remember
1: like when i used to read wizard they had they would do like made up like covers and it was like batman in the Batcave with all these different robin suits in memorial (laughs) Talking to a new kid and it was like, I want you to be the Robin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was just oh, like... and actually, that was like
1: 15, 16 years ago. You
0: forgot you forgot Stephanie Brown.
1: Yeah, but is that still continuity yeah. in this? Because well, it's like well, just a spoiler.
0: Yeah, probably. Like she who, think she's it's still, Batgirl. who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it still technically just... happened at some point. Yeah. yeah I'm 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 th- I don't say I don't c- think I don't care what they say she was Batgirl. I don't care what they say, that happened.
1: Of course, but like I, I see her more as Batgirl than as Robin in this, you know what I mean? Ah, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Alright, so let's get to the, the juicy part. Let's get to the... the After the heartfelt you know, hug between Batman and, spoiler, we turn and Robin, or Tim, I should say Tim, I should specify. <laughs> he's not even Robin, he's yeah. Red Robin now. But he's somewhere else. He's like, where am I? What's going on? And then we see the staff we see the staff from yeah. dr oz it's the
1: shadow yeah
0: yeah we can we know exactly who it is and this mr was... oz
1: not dr oz dr oz is a completely
0: different <laughs> oh, mr oz sorry um but <laughs> but mr oz like right away i'm like oh crap like they, they are doing this because like, i had no idea they were going to turn this into a connection with the overall yep. Rebirth storyline they would be seen play out more in action comics with uh, Mr. Yeah. Oz so yep. right away I'm like oh crap he's already got Doomsday now he has Tim and my, in- my next thought is who else does he have like, yeah. or, or who's next or who's next? Well, yeah.
1: who's next
0: because we also know Ray
1: Palmer's missing right, All right. we got
0: that in Rebirth yeah the Atom could be here uh,
1: and, and the whole thing was it looked like he shrank Tim down not teleported him so the the way that he reappears and stuff, so I thought that was a pretty interesting tidbit. I uh, because, that. <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, well, that's how I took it. I could be completely wrong. I but could see did, it as that. Yeah. So because he has to sell the point that that Tim was dead, hmm. you know, yeah. because he even kind of says that. Like now, that was part one in in unraveling this. And, yeah, because
0: well, he says that uh, as far as everyone else is concerned, you're dead, right? You're yeah. here. They don't know you're here. They think you're dead. Um, yep. and I guess because there's so many bullets they can buy the fact that there's no body because it, yeah. you know, it'd be mush it'd be, it'd be a paste on the floor yeah. so you know yeah. I, I, I guess how that works but um, the real interesting points here though is why Mr Oz has brought him here because Mr Oz says that you were starting to reconnect threads that you you shouldn't be reconnecting and He says something about him being like, you know, this important thing in everyone's lives. And all I'm thinking is, all right, so by being with Stephanie and like rekindling all that stuff, was that going to lead to memories? Was like stuff going to start to come back from the previous timeline that they're not supposed Mm. to remember? Although, the thing that adds into this though is, does Mr. Oz not want them to remember? Because it seemed like when he spoke to Superman before, it felt like he was against Manhattan. Here's Where's, something yeah. I
3: think you've just slightly missed here. When you said um, reconnecting threads that shouldn't be reconnected, mm-hmm. he doesn't say should. He said that could not be reconnected. Yeah. Implying no. that...
1: Tim's an outlier. Yeah. Well, right. I didn't mess it. I just...
3: No, but you said... I think That's there's right. a difference between should and yeah. could, because should is something yeah. that he doesn't want him to do, but could not do is something that physically couldn't happen.
0: No, I just didn't like, remember how it was phrased exactly. I was paraphrasing. So...
1: Let's just look at this in the grand scheme of of now it's a connected universe where in the new 52, everything felt so compartmentalized. Like, yeah, there were tie-ins, but everything fit in its box. And, like, Batman continued on kind of by itself and always kind of seemed disconnected. So when this started, it felt normal to me that Batman's by itself, while in action we're getting a lot of these hints with Superman. And even in Flash and Titans, we're getting these hints. So to tie in Batman, it really shows them going, no, this is a bigger, like, I don't want to say conspiracy, but, like, a bigger plan than than just those heroes. It's going to tie everybody in.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's worth noting as well, as, as Tim, like, screams at him, I was trained by the world's greatest detective, they're going yeah. to come for me. You know, like... You know, that idea that Batman will figure this out. And we know that Batman, he doesn't know that he has Tim, but we know Batman's on the case, uh, you know, with the whole... Because the
1: comedian button. Yeah,
0: the the button and the working with Flash to try and solve this stuff out. So we know he's on that trail. He doesn't know it's leading to Tim, but he'll get there, you know. That's going to be one hell of a moment. It is. is. I'm I'm expecting an event in the summer next year. Uh, Somewhat, yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I was just gonna say, yeah. That's the one thing I was kind
2: of wondering is like, um, I really like this kind of intrigue of all the Watchmen stuff, and um, you know, Mister Oz, which is—is is he's supposed to be Ozymandias from Watchmen? We're just Watchmen guessing. We or... don't
0: know. It's kind of okay. what the assumption is. But... We are speculating that he is, but we don't know for sure. Okay, which, uh... when you
1: look at, at Watchmen, Ozymandias is kind of the unspoken hero,
0: yeah. right?
1: And Manhattan is kind of the villain because he's this mm. all-powerful god being. He just kind of does what he pleases. Yeah. Uh, so th- that all fits. If it's not that, it's a hell of a redirect, and I give them credit
2: for yeah. the breadcrumbs.
1: So,
2: yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really liking this stuff, and I, I feel it's very intriguing. I'm just wondering how long uh, it's going to be drawn out. Um, I feel, if it is, like, an event next summer, uh, I think like that's a pretty good time frame. But I, I hope it's not something that's, like, you know – we just get strung along and it's like you know two three years from now or something you finally well get some type of answer but
0: the whole thing will likely be two years because they said when they planned all this they had a two-year plan so i would i would likely expect that there'll be you know some stuff that isn't complete for until two years and then it'll lead into whatever they're going to do next but um but no so anything else anyone wants to throw in about detective before we move on
3: i have literally a single complaint with the entire book and i I loved it i have one complaint that's Mm -hmm. not even in the pages it's it's the cover so they took tim (laughs) off the cover after it was originally solicited and now it's just completely off balance and it looks wrong i just don't like it because now i look at it and it just just looks it just (laughs) looks (laughs) off okay (laughs)
1: um
3: but when that's my complaint it's a pretty good issue
1: so this and last week's... Was it last week's Superman? Mm-hmm. Like, these are so far in the short rebirth period, two of the best books that have come out all year. So, yeah. like, keep keep on it. Yeah. If I yeah. get one of these every other week,
0: like, please. Yeah, they're, they're doing great right now. These these two books have been phenomenal. So, no, that was, that was a fantastic issue. Yeah. Um, this
2: was actually one of the reasons why I went to... Uh, catch up on rebirth because i I just um i I read a few stuff when it first got announced but um just kind of due to money constraints and stuff i um, i don't i'm not able to read as much stuff um weekly as usual but i've been hearing so much good uh things not just from you guys uh but uh from other podcasts and stuff about detective and everything about like sounds really right up my alley like uh, i love tim i love that kind of connected bat family from like you know, kind of like '90s, early 2000s DC, and um, it just it has that really cool nostalgic vibe for that era. And this is, you know, without a doubt, the standout uh, book of all of Rebirth uh, for me. It's it's so good. Um, and yeah, and this issue was kind of like the, you know, the ultimate <laughs> of all the ones so
0: far. Yeah. Well, I think I think a big thing with Detective for people who are long time fans of a lot of these characters is it's finally making. A lot of characters who were just basically forgotten during New Fifty Two feel important again. Uh, yeah. Tim here feels yep. really important. Stephanie's having scenes with Batman, which never happened before. You know, during but did it, did it ever happen in New 52? Maybe in Eternal, but I never read Eternal. So
1: yeah, because that's where they not, introduced not... her. Because everyone threw such a fit that they erased her.
2: She she wasn't you know? even uh, she didn't have much interaction with Batman in uh, yeah. Eternal. She was more like kind of this like off, 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 off to the, the side. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, If if they interacted, it was pretty minimal.
0: Yeah. So, that'll take us on to All-Star Batman issue 2, written by Scott Snyder, art by John Romita Jr., and then Declan Shelby on the backup. Now, this was an issue that falls on from the last one, and most of it takes place on a sort of top of a train. Uh, Batman's fighting uh, King Shark and Killer Croc and... Uh, who's the third one? Amygdala, who I've
1: never even heard of,
0: but kudos yeah. to. Scott I've heard, Snyder. yeah, I've heard of him, but yeah, he's he's like not known enough that I remembered his name. Like you know, like, like, um, <laughs> way
2: even beyond like D-list. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, but I like how it was like three, Z-list. I like how it was like three big things, like you know, like the really big yeah. chunky characters. I like that there was three of them at the same time, oh, and
1: yeah. they each they each
0: brought backup up for some reason. So
1: crack brought King Shark. <laughs> Yeah. About amygdala. which is like, all right, whatever, cool.
0: It kind yeah. of feels like uh, Russian dolls. It's like, how long is yeah. this gonna go on? Yeah, and then, then yeah,
1: in reverse though. Like, and then because they just get right. bigger.
0: And then once he deals with them, Copperhead shows up, and like there's all sorts of stuff happening. but it's some
1: great
0: red. To see Cheshire, some rednecks. Yeah, you know, I loved all this stuff, all the action on the train, and then off the off the bridge, and in the the truck, you know, with the 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 mm-hmm. corrupt guards or whatever who are like saying oh this is how two faces coin works and he flips it for him and two doesn't mm-hmm. take too kindly to it and shoots him <laughs> instead it's like oh is that how my coin this works
1: is... yeah and that's why it's moments like that that made me like this issue a lot more than the first because i felt like snyder hit the stride of character instead of like forcing two face into this thing he hit um moments that felt right because you don't flip his coin he flips his coin like yeah.
0: You know. Uh I, I'm agreeing that it was generally a better issue. We also got the introduction of a uh, KG Beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. no, nah, I was
3: down cool. For, I was down
0: for that. Yeah, I was cool for that. I like how they built him up with uh Penguin and uh, Black Mask and uh, Great White, like you know, going to hire him. I, I, I like that.
2: I was kinda annoyed that is is he just calling himself the Beast
1: now? Yeah. Well I good that kinda is
2: No, yeah, like, I feel like comic books are one of those, like, rare things where you can still kind of embrace the, sometimes the silliness of it. Like, you know, I understand, you know, when you make changes like that for movies or something to make it, like, a little more realistic or stuff. But, like, with this, it's like, no, like, just embrace the, you know, like, dumbness of the name, you know?
0: I I don't disagree. I, I think the thinking behind it is probably that the KGB don't really, you know... Exist yeah, it's not <laughs> as yeah, KGB now. waits for no one. <laughs> um, I like how they built him up though. I like how they and he, like talk, spoke about mess and like he's there, he's standing there, taking it. It was almost like the scene in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier where Winter Soldier's yeah. is standing in front of the car and you know he's about to take it out. You know. Yeah,
1: and that was my main problem. It felt like
0: it came from elsewhere. You know. Um, I was fine but... with that. My, my I have two problems with the issue, and mm-hmm. there's two fairly major ones. One is that I think the dialogue, and it was the same with the first issue, I think is getting extremely convoluted and, like, bulky. Like, it doesn't flow that well for me at all. Yeah, uh, I don't agree with that at all.
1: Well, I had to go back and reread stuff. Like, when they were talking about the difference in Two-Face, I like that wrinkle. Like, Two-Face works on multiple levels, in that because it's a split personality, Dent does stuff to sabotage uh, Two-Face and Two-Face does stuff to sabotage Dent.
0: Yeah, I like that too. And that's great. Yeah. And
1: when we get to the point to where he's super cartoony, that's Dent working halfway in between like yeah, we're going to have these big huge things, but that's because he wants to get caught.
0: Yeah. But I And I agree. so there's a
1: kids version of Two-Face, right? There was right?
0: there was moment there was like certain speech bubbles that I had to reread. Because I didn't really understand yep. what they just said.
1: And that's what I was getting to. That bubble that explains that, I had to read like four times. Because the punctuation, the way it fits into the bubble... Like, Snyder's known to be super wordy, and that's always been one of my faults with him. But here it takes it to the next level. Yeah, I think it's definitely where... gotten
0: worse, because I never used to have a problem. Seeing his early, yeah. like, New 52 Batman, I never had an issue. Mm-hmm. But it feels yep. like as it went on, and especially with this, it feels like he's gotten really wordy with things, and it's... Yep. It's becoming more of a chore to read the dialogue. The...
3: I, I really didn't have this problem at all. I, I never had to reread a, any bubbles or anything. Just
1: aren't you special, Ginger? Yeah. No, I just I, I didn't <laughs> notice
3: any sort of problem. I thought it flowed pretty, pretty nicely for me. I think the actual. Well, also, I didn't want to have get me wrong. But I still. Thought it I flowed. was in
1: a different headspace. I didn't want to have to read it because this was a book I was set on dropping after this issue. But I'm gonna keep going because I want to know where uh, it's headed.
0: I... I think the action flows really well. I think that's where the, the book flows incredibly well, is the the action and the pace of that. But the the dialogue for me is really really dragging it down a little bit for me right now. The other problem I had was, for the second issue in a row, the the ending cliffhire... Now, we didn't address the first cliffhire, by the way. The cliffhire from the first issue... At all. ...where yeah. Alfred <laughs> is the one who sabotaged the bat plane, uh, or yeah. the bat wing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Is not addressed, which fair enough. We'll get to that at some point. Whatever. I've been watching Mister Robot. I'm I'm used to cliffhangers not being dealt with for like four episodes. (laughs) It's you know I'm used to it now. Mm -hmm. But the but for the second issue in a row, the cliffhanger at the end kind of bothered me because in this issue they had these bookend scenes that are set like two days in the future where Jim Gordon and Bullock are driving out to Wayne Manor. Yep. Because. Reasons, we're not quite sure that they're, they're sort of like they're keeping it from us exactly what's going on, but you get the sense that they've got a reason to be out there. And then at the end of the issue, you see them, they're actually inside, they've come in with a warrant, and they've forced their way past Alfred, and they've went to the uh, the clock where you know, the the old fashioned entrance to the cave, yep. you know, and he
1: sets the time and he walks yeah.
0: through it, yeah. and he's about to go in. Like, the issue ends with like Gordon's reaction, his face as he, like, if mm-hmm. there's the clock moves out the way, and he sees what's behind it. Um, it's My actually where the Waynes are interred. <laughs> My problem with this, much like the cliffhanger from last issue, is that I know it can't just be the obvious thing. Like, there has to be a swerve to it. And I feel like we keep teasing these things that are going to change the fabric of Batman, that are going to completely alter the, what Batman is, and I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Stop it. Well, and again, it goes back to
1: this was supposed to be a Dick Grayson story before he made it into All-Star Batman. It was supposed to be the follow-up. Oh, up is that true? Yeah. To oh, a black, yeah. It was supposed to be the follow-up um, to the Black Glove or Black Hand.
0: Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Black
1: Mirror. Good yeah. lord, there's Got- too many black figures. <laughs> in-
0: Got me on the end, map. Sorry.
1: That's it. But um, the Black Mirror. Yeah. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, I, just, I didn't know that. I feel like that if this is Dick Grayson going through this with Two Face, yeah. and uh, Alfred sabotaging the Batplane, and then Bok and and gordon going to wayne manor because what i liked is that two faces ultimate plan is he's still a lawyer right he's still a district attorney and there's all these threads that you can compile that bruce wayne is batman or that even dick grayson was batman (laughs) but you never have the proof because he cleans up after himself yeah that's
0: what alfred was saying um and that scene with the duke he was saying that uh like it's actually not that hard to maybe guess that Bruce Wayne's Batman, yeah. but it's actually like finding the proof that connects the dots.
1: And so this is what the two days in the future teases is that somehow the Gotham police end up with the proof. Probably. So that's then. how they get the warrant?
0: You'd imagine they end up with enough to, yeah.
1: to yeah. you
0: know. Have it as a suspicion. But my problem with but, this though is see yeah. if it was just Gordon, right? If it was just Mm -hmm. Gordon, I could buy that maybe you're going to make a bit of a status quo shift and we'll go into a new era where Gordon knows who he is, right? I almost Mm -hmm. want that to happen at some point because I think it'd be quite an interesting thing to explore since it's been, you know, it's been how many years of Gordon not knowing? And they also
1: mentioned that, that Harvey knew that Bruce is Batman, which I think, I don't think I've ever known that.
0: Harvey Dent, that, you mean, I was like, uh, yeah, I, I was yeah. Yeah. Harvey like, I'm like, what? Meant, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that threw me for a second. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, well. so
1: sorry, Harvey Two-Face, or Harvey Dent. Yeah. Because there's that flashback scene to where Bruce brings that up. Hmm. And he says that was always his worry because they were friends first, that this would, you know, which I don't, it's kind of a mess. Like, to bring up the KG Beast and his love for messes, it's kind of a mess with that. And I'm sure Snyder, he's talented enough to get himself out of it, but it feels completely unnecessary yeah. to do all these...
0: I think it's interesting you hit <clears throat> upon this being a Dick Grayson story originally. And I don't know how much of it was changed you know, be- yeah. since then, because obviously this was like six, seven years ago now, and yeah. you know, he's probably changed details, especially since it's a different character. Of course. But like, yeah, this story would make more sense to me if it was a Dick Grayson story. And uh, I'm almost... Well, and there's no let's let's say that
1: that uh, Dent puts out there that Bruce Wayne was Batman, and they kicked down the door of Wayne Manor Well, at this point, Bruce Wayne was gone. he had died in Storyline or he was missing, and Batman was dead,
0: yeah. I think my other problem is, as I said, I would I wouldn't mind so much if it was just Gordon because I could buy that Gordon might find out and then keep it under wraps because you know of their history of their respect for each other of whatever, hey. right? But it's not. It's him and Bullock, and it looks like there's a you know a squad of cops behind them there's as well. At least
3: two other cops. Yeah. that we see.
0: So it's it's not like it's just going to be contained. It's going. To, so it has to be something other than what we. are the obvious thing is, you know, it has to be a swerve of some kind. And the other yeah. problem I have on top of that is that I feel like this is one of these things that they always tease. And it happened not that long ago with Superman in the New 52, where Lois outed Su- Superman as Clark. You know, I feel like it's one of these things that always keeps coming back up. It's either that they're going to die or they're going to have their identity revealed. And they the always thing dance is, around these.
3: I can always see it as, a, as an interesting story. If they do follow through with this and have his identity out there, then you've got. Is, is he still scary to the criminals when they know who he is? Is, is he still that fear machine, essentially? Yeah, I think
1: you can always get rid of every uh, dual identity except for Batman. Because it's oh. at the end of the day, Bruce Wayne is the cover, and Batman's the real person. I think... And well, when you get rid of that public persona, I think you do a disservice to the character.
0: Even forgetting that, I, I think... I just don't think there's a chance in hell it'll ever stick. I I don't think yeah. there's even a possibility no. that we're going to get a status quo where everyone knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman.
3: I, I think we could do it temporarily. I mean, we just did it with Superman. It's the same thing, like you say, it, it wouldn't stick. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I, I do. I, 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 do I think I, I think it's meaningless I do too
1: because look at look at in the other company, you have Daredevil, who's had his identity released like five or six times, sure. And then we have another writer come in and undo it somehow.
0: Sure. You know, but I just—I uh, don't
3: know. I—I I wouldn't mind seeing the story explored and then <laughs> go back. That—that that, that wouldn't be an issue for me personally. It would be for uh, me because I'll
0: just feel cheap yeah. when they retcon it somehow. I,
2: I feel like it doesn't work for everyone. Uh, like I—I I think Daredevil was like a rare exception where. It actually made for a really interesting uh, amount of stories for a really long time. Well, uh, it wasn't until recently that they just kind of yeah. retconned it. But like, really when
0: Mark when Mark Wade's uh, Daredevil run started, he had fun with it, and he had like him wearing like a shirt yeah. saying "I'm not Daredevil," I'm, and that was pretty well, funny. Well, yeah, because it was again, it was down to the
1: proof, and that's what I liked that Snyder setting up.
0: Yeah,
1: and the swear is probably going to be that that whatever proof that Dent sent isn't going to be concrete enough. Like, because Batman does clean up after himself that well.
0: But I, th- so. I, I, I honestly think I've got a problem if he gets it to the point where Gordon and the police force have all, had the, have all been told this fact, but it's just not quite proven. Because then they've all got it in their heads. Like, you know, and I think that's I, a problem. No, I've,
2: I've always thought that, like, I know they've never outright said it, but I always had the feeling that Gordon did kind of know Like I always thought, it was just kind of an unspoken thing that they, they had like um.
3: They they kind of have that in this issue, though. Like Alfred says, it's not hard to connect the dots. All the cops have probably had this cross their mind at some point or another. It's probably always there as a suspicion.
1: The ones that have dealt Mm. with Batman enough, I would say, like Gordon, because he talks to them. They meet, uh, you know, all all the ones that we actually even Montoya.
2: Yeah, um, like, the the scene I always think of is, uh, I think it was during No Man's Land, like, uh, Bruce unmasks to Gordon, but he's, like, turned around, and he's just kind of, like... Yeah, I remember that. Does, you know, he's kind of, like, I don't I don't care. And, like, I always thought that was kind of just him being, like, kind of, you know, like, hey, I I already know. Let's not, like... Yeah. You know, make it official. Let's just kind of... Yeah, the like, white for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Where to me, Gordon doesn't care because Batman's done so good.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? I'll, like... I don't even think it's a case of Batman's done so good. I think he doesn't want to know because he knows Batman. He sees Batman as who he is. You know, it's like, if you go watch Dark Knight Rises and he has that conversation with uh, uh, John, he's like, um, I know exactly who saved us back then. It was the Batman. Like, that's all he needs to know because that's who he is. Um, I'll tell you what kind of bugged me about the
2: uh, cliffhanger is... uh, (laughs) I, I didn't realize that the next page was
0: starting the backup story, so I yeah. thought that's what the cops were looking at, at first <laughs> I, was, too. I was like, wait, we're <laughs> Oh, we should, yeah, we should briefly talk about the backup, And then I suppose, shouldn't we? Um, so, Duke is having meetings with his uh, crazy, deranged mother, who's still messed up from uh, everything that went down. Joker. At the end of, Dark yeah. stuff, yeah all that stuff, and they go out to try and research one of the the victims slash survivors, because they're tracking Zaz, because, you know, obviously what he did in the last issue of the backup, and uh, they have a bit of a conversation, and then Zaz shows up, and uh, slashes Duke, giving us a cliffhanger. Any thoughts that anyone wants to bring up?
4: Duke's
0: no,
1: because no. I'd rather have it be Harper Rowe, personally. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, and
2: yeah. I I like Duke and I like uh, I've been enjoying this backup. You know, there's not a ton to it yet, but I I kind of like everything involved in it. Um, I I'm a big fan of uh, Shelby's artwork and
0: it's alright. Uh, I
2: yeah.
0: I feel like I I like the Zash stuff and I like the idea of this color wheel of the training, but I yeah. do think in this issue they mentioned it too much. Yeah, like it was a little j- during the main story when Duke like raids off and Alfred's like, but you're only just started the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh eh, I feel a bit forced. Like eh. that's fair enough. So you're
1: saying he went off on a lark?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Alright, that's let's, let's move on. Yeah. But I I think to sum up, um I'm enjoying All Star Batman, but it's definitely got its issues. It's definitely my yeah. least favorite of the three, like main Bat books. Yeah. This
2: I uh I, I feel like this issue could have been really bumped up if it had more chainsaw. I feel like we didn't get enough chainsaw <laughs> from the first one. If they would have kept yeah. it up, I, I could have... I, I can look at a chainsaw-wielding Batman.
0: Basically, it. you just want the Gotham Chainsaw Massacre with Batman trying yeah. to stop Leatherface. I, I was thinking more like a Evil Dead. I, I knew <laughs> Alright, okay. right, sorry, sorry, okay. Evil Dead, but Batman. <laughs> Do you imagine yeah.
1: Batman saying Ruby? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, he would say Martha instead.
1: <laughs> <Martha>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Action Comics nine six three, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Patrick Zurcher. And this was a change of pace because the, obviously the arc ended last issue. The mm-hmm. first one, Path of Path to Doom. Uh, this starts the new arc. Which, by the way, I liked it in the new arc. They're putting them on the cover. The uh, that yeah. it's a start of a new arc at the top. I like that. It's a nice touch. Yep. Um, but this uh, follows our mystery Clark Kent. Who says he's Clark Kent? Seems to believe that he's Clark Kent, and doesn't think he's Superman, and uh, follows him doing one of his cases. But it keeps like flashing back to like because uh, he the main part, the main present day stuff. He's like running through this building from security, yep. and we sort of fill in why he's there as the issue goes on, and mm-hmm. uh, we see him get sh- almost get shot at a press conference because someone tries to prove that he's Superman by shooting him. <laughs> a little extreme. <laughs> it's a little bit extreme, oh. but it makes sense. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, if you will if you so fully believing that he is mm. Superman, you're you're yeah. in your mind. You're not doing any damage. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah he's of gonna okay.
2: feel like such a jerk though
3: if
0: he's wrong. Yeah, and no, I gonna been lying or dying. Like, <laughs> well, but I thought I was Superman. Well, oh dear. And
1: the the Special Crimes Unit was there. You know. Yes, yeah. uh, so, Maggie Sawyer,
0: who appears twice yeah. this week across two issues. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So so, uh, so, do you guys have any theories who this Clark Kent guy oh, f- is? Uh, f- <laughs> I John have walk. no idea. <laughs>
1: Oh okay, yeah, I
3: feel so like haven't I read,
1: given a to go on. Yeah, I read enough of of New 52 Superman that they are completely <laughs> retconning that arc. Yeah. in there because the what what Clark Kent was doing before he had, added it outed had nothing to do with this company. Uh Geneticon, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I didn't,
2: I didn't know if this was something so, I, I missed from a previous story yeah. or if it's just okay.
1: Uh, uh, so he like was
2: Genericon He was something?
1: getting into this massive conspiracy that somehow ended with Vandal Savage and it was a mess and there was some high points, but there was a lot of low points also throughout there. Um, is that so that, like, I'm glad the
2: thing where that like thing was possessing people. Yes. Like, okay.
1: Yeah. So which I was always the, the bag on pack was the single arcs were fine. It's when they try to tie everything in is yeah. when it became a big mess.
2: Yeah, I think and... I read the majority of pack stuff, which I, I, I feel like the I liked a lot of like the character stuff, but then some of the overall story stuff, which feels like maybe is probably editorially.
0: Yeah, he uh, had a couple of good it. standalone stories. He had the uh, the the Horrivel one, or whatever yeah, it was yeah called. That I like Was it, was it yeah, called And yeah. yeah, most, yeah,
1: yeah, because it was Smallville, but they had the you yeah, know, and the one like. The... Elder Things and the, Yeah, and the, the,
0: one, the one with the aliens underground as well was quite good. Like, that was its own stunt. That was iconic. right near the start, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it that was right yeah, that was his first. That, was, that was before Doomed. Yes, yeah. and then Horville was after Doomed. So, yeah.
1: all of that took over Superman, and he got outed, and there was the Ulysses thing, and that paid off. And so, none of that had to do with yeah. this. So, I'm glad that Juergens is taking time to go back and retcon and the, just the, streamline it
3: other possibility is that it isn't a retcon this is a completely different Clark Kent and we weren't ever following this Clark Kent in Superman
1: but that means there was two Clark Kent's running around and I think that would have been pretty apparent like
3: like, or or he has implanted memories and he wasn't there at the time he just thinks I'm just saying
1: that the the place that he is investigating is a genetic research place right
0: Yeah. yeah Oh, that could lead to if something. Him... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my
1: just my main point was I took this as Jurgens going through, and and cleaning up and tidying up Superman because he's almost
2: like a smart Bizarro or something.
0: Oh, maybe uh, maybe I mean, just like
2: one with actual normal intelligence.
0: but he passes the lie detector test which means he believes and by the way i like the little of touch that batman was the one like giving that test oh, yeah. well, I looked, even
1: before i turn the page i go that's batman that dude looks way too much like <laughs> like bruce wayne
0: with the mullet
1: to yeah. not be Batman. man
0: but no, i just i like this whole thing that's like you know old superman's got batman yeah. to do this because he doesn't trust them uh, which is obviously what the whole issue builds up to, because Clark gets in trouble and Superman comes and bails him out and says, "Look, we need to talk." And that's your cliffhanger. Um, it wasn't an amazing issue, but I thought it was a nice change of pace because the last six issues have all been like big fight and big action, and this slowed things down a bit, let us explore one of the mysteries, and you know, good. I think it's a nice change of pace.
3: I really like that it wasn't so action-heavy. I mean, I get that's the name of the comic, but it felt refreshing to have a break. Because I feel yeah. like it, it, at six issues, it's time to get a little bit burned out on it. Yeah. yeah, But having just something else really helps.
0: I think my favourite yeah. moment of this issue might have been uh, when it cuts to like our Clark and Lois watching him on the news. And Lois is like, well, he's got that... Uh, what was the word she used? <laughs> fumbling. That? Sorry?
1: It was like fumbling. Yeah, it was like, like fumbling.
0: Uh, yeah, it was a word like that. She's got that fumbling thing you do down down. Uh, it's uh, a befuddled look. Befuddled, that befuddled. was it yeah That's befuddled. Right.
1: i like that and then and even uh johns like wow he looks just and he looks like you and sounds like you dad <laughs> so um but yeah it's it's interesting enough and it is a nice change of pace cuz if you have just breakneck action after time after time yeah. it's going to get boring cuz it's just the same i think it. It.
2: Uh, i'm just going to say i was is just gonna say like i definitely am intrigued by the like mystery and stuff like I want to see where it's going, so it it's definitely uh did a good job of like hooking me into the uh yeah. story
0: yeah, no i i i agree um and action's kind of one of those things where it's it's the nice baseline for Rebirth for me where it's probably the weakest book that I still really like if that makes sense
3: mm-hmm. yeah it's like the, th- the the mm-hmm. threshold book.
0: Yeah, it's not the weakest, become green, but it's the weakest, but I still really like. I, like, I don't know yeah, how you it's it like the one
3: that like marks yeah. the signifier here. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I just like having decent Superman. Well, after obviously, you do that. So, like, I'll take it if it's baseline. Oh, that reminds Matt.
3: How are you finding Batman
0: Day? <laughs> <laughs> What's now? That's a good point. We happen to be recording this on, I think it's the third huh? annual of Batman Day. In case you guys can't see the shirt that I'm
1: wearing, I wore it specifically. Um. This.
0: It's not uh, showing up super well, but that's okay for copyright reasons. It's a Superman so. shirt. Yeah. So, anyways,
1: uh, yeah, I, I don't like this day mainly because the filthy casuals.
0: Um, <laughs> the filthy casuals. I'm happy all for out. all you.
1: I'm yeah. I'm happy for all you Batman guys. I just wish more people cared about Superman half as much as they cared about Batman. I to so. see some
3: like a uh, Cleveland place say that they should have a superman day on june 1st i tell you i tell
1: we you should.
0: i tell you what even if they don't we'll have a superman day on the show yeah. that's right. cool just to make is it
1: that i just i've come to terms i used to be angry about it now i just realize if you're angry you're giving them power so i just don't go anywhere and lock myself in my fortress of solitude
2: i mean if it means you know some good deals on
0: uh some comics
2: or
1: something
0: yeah. Well, oh, cool I it.
1: bought the Killing Joke on this day last year. So, well,
0: that, to just be honest, that's basically what it is. It's an excuse to have a Batman sale every year. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, to so be yeah. fair.
3: They gave away a, a free copy of the the first issue of King's
2: Run. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. It, it, yeah, it's it's you can get it on oh. Comicsology
2: for free, and obviously in I think, shops. But yeah, most but, stores have it, and, yeah. and a lot of stores are doing like uh some sales and fun stuff. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: but. I'm just gonna take solace in the fact that we have a good Supergirl book, Action Comics, Superman, and then Super all the woman. other, yeah, Superwoman, the new Superman, yeah, well, like we'll, they're all we'll baseline good.
0: So yeah, yeah, I'll I'll take solace in that. But all good to great, I've, which is great.
2: And I know it's it's a little thing, but and it's so rare in these days day in this day and age to see uh such a highly numbered book and i don't know i just i really like looking at like action yeah. and detective and seeing those triple digits and knowing that's there's nice. like a really yeah. long-standing legacy Wait, especially
0: well, especially when marvel yeah. can barely get to double digits with most books now <laughs> yeah yeah
2: because I, I, need... I don't go ahead tim oh. And... oh no just saying like i uh like i i'm a i like marvel a lot i'm a, a big fan but that's yeah. one thing they do that irks me like i really wish they would just let you know, books last long.
0: I wish I had a, a flashing red, like, alert thing to flash over Tim's face right now. Just to, like, <laughs> there's, there's, one of them is a mouse. You know, what? <laughs> well, no,
1: it's it's true, though, because, like, Invincible Iron Man's rebooting at 16, and, like,
0: yeah,
1: yo, we almost got to 20, Joy, guys. Joe's like, funny.
0: Yeah. Gonna... Joe, funny. See, when I read hard hardcovers, right, and I really like collecting hardcovers, and I loved omnibuses, Marvel's what made the omnibus for comic books a thing right and yeah, now yeah. none of their runs are long enough to get an omnibus no
1: <laughs> yeah. but you put multiple runs together so like when they do aaron's yeah. thor Bollocks. it's gonna be god of thunder thor mighty thor back to god of like that's
3: what annoys me most if yeah. if it's like a new creative team coming on sure changing number, i don't mind too much at yeah. least i understand it it's yeah. when it's the exact same team like writer and artist nothing yeah. changed and they're like yeah. well you know, why not? Let's have In, a new number one. Or Astonishing or like Ant-Man, the...
0: which didn't even change its name. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, no, it's that Marvel one did. did it,
3: it, the same thing. I think I think Ant-Man did, cause it, um, but it was it was Hawkeye that didn't. It was all uh, new Hawkeye.
0: Uh, uh, Hawkeye did it as well, but... Uh, oh yeah, you're, right, you're right, yeah, it was all new Hawkeye. All new Hawkeye oh. had like four issues, and then went back yeah. to number one.
3: In the same year. So you can't even differentiate them by year like you normally I know. Nope.
0: It's, yeah. uh, it's a nightmare. Oh.
1: But, and that's what I like about DC is that they picked right back off where this is where the numbering would have been,
0: you know? Right, well, uh, three books out of 14. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have Wonder Woman issue six, uh, written by Greg Ruckett and art by Nicholas Scott. This is the third chapter in the year one story in fact one little thing that i didn't put in the news but i'll mention here because it's related to this book is that the next issue that would have been the fourth chapter of year one will now be a standalone origin issue for a character that's uh well she was in the, the present day story but this is the first time she's yeah. been in the, the past story and that's a uh, cheetah yep, oh, nice. yeah barbara ann
3: yeah i guess is that just for nicholas scott to get ahead
0: yeah yeah I imagine I imagine so, yeah. We're going to have a different artist, but I can't remember who it was because I don't have the story in front of me, but I remember it being... I remember they had a page and it was like, oh, that looks nice. So I think we're in good yeah. hands. Uh,
1: and so. I think that's good and they knew enough about it in advance to put that at the end of this issue that the yeah. next one's going to be which is, a break from the year one story. Which is so. cool
0: because it's also yeah. set around this bit of the timeline and it's yeah. related because it's like the villain's, you know, origin. Well,
1: I've never been more interested in Cheetah. Like, Cheetah's always been a villain that's just kind of there, like... They'll do the Injustice gang, and she'll be there as the Wonder Woman representative.
0: The, the only time I've really liked her is in the uh, the Justice book. You know, the 12-issue yeah. Alex yeah. Ross art with, uh, I think it was Jim Kruger who wrote it. Um, she was done really well in that. That book did quite a few villains really well, actually, that I don't typically Cause like.
1: It, well, because you got the time to spotlight on them. You know, and yeah. they just weren't thrown there. But, like, the way they introduce her here in her class, like, talking about how this... this boulder fell on her leg and so she has to walk with a cane and i guess i thought that's fun little character stuff that ruck is doing to build yeah,
0: i i thought our introduction was great i actually i think this is my favorite of the year one issues so far um yeah. i loved yeah. everything with wonder woman like getting her photo taken and put in a cell and because mm-hmm. she speaks a different language there was a lot of fun there with them not understanding each other yep. and it's all relying on facial expressions to see how isolated she feels you know and it was done really well, it and it also it did a great job of explaining, to an extent, how she gets all of her powers. Like it makes it clear she didn't have all these already. She does not just have these because she's from Themyscira. She gets yeah. these from the gods. Her strength and her flight and stuff.
1: I love that
0: yeah, it's so good. much.
3: Such a gorgeous page as well when they all show yeah. in yeah. their animal forms. Yeah, and well, and,
1: a- and you get that seeded throughout too. Because when the the hawk is following her, and then you see a dove. And an owl, and you're just like, if you know anything about mythology and Greek mythology, there's like these little things that are there that are representative of the gods.
0: That that obviously leads to a cliffhanger where she has a super strength, and that sets up the next issue. But what I like about, again, about Barbara Ann coming in. Mm -hmm. and they bring her in to translate because she knows enough of these different languages that she may be able to couple it together because the the translator they have only speaks like ancient greek and that's not technically what she's speaking she's speaking and he
1: is yeah Yeah. well she's speaking like an amalgam of of old languages but because they're not stuck in a time thing they've been updated so the the Themysciran language has evolved just like any other one
4: Mm.
0: so
1: there's latin based to it there's um what did they say
0: it's just like uh, how English has, like, parts, you know, Latin, yeah. parts, uh, whatever else.
1: And so, so Barbara Ann's able to come in and, and piece this together enough to translate for for Diana. But and what I like I, about that, that though, was
0: clever. is that it builds their connection. It sets this idea up that, like, this is the first person Wonder Woman in this world feels that she can talk to, so it sets up that friendship in a really nice and way. And it
1: happens to be an educated woman, which is a nice touch. Like, it's not it's not Edda Candy, you know, like, she's not, like, a... A, a military linguist you know that does it it's a scholar that comes in i thought that was cool uh yeah. especially after the old dude just was not having it because oh no it's 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 ancient greek i can i can do it and even diana mentions like the, he's speaking like words i kind of understand but they, he's doing like they're really old so yeah. i thought that was cool
0: yeah, I thought they did a good job of building up some of the Wonder Woman mythology for people who don't know what it is and introducing that relationship with Cheetah. So I actually think that's a really good issue. I really like this one. And yeah, I think that the
3: language barrier was the best part because it, it really let Nicholas got shine of having to do yeah. all of the storytelling for both parts. And it led to one of my favourite moments is when uh, when um, she comes in she speaks the language and her face just lights up and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, someone else can speak to me. It's fantastic.
1: So... Does this make you feel better, Connor, that we're not getting black magic right now?
3: I mean, it helps. <laughs> okay. But it, it's still a little hole inside me just waiting okay. for for that to come back. Well that's Actually. fine, you can just sit it next to that big dark hole where your heart's meant to be, your ginger. <laughs> we have hot, we have hearts, just not souls. <laughs> okay. Apologies. <laughs> They're different things.
1: So do you guys have heart lights? I could like E T bond with you? No.
3: Okay. (laughs) They they come with a
0: soul. Uh, Are you you liking Wonder Woman, Tommy? Hmm? Um, Oh, you have not been reading reading that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Um, Yeah, I should say. um, Yeah, just uh, you know, due to time and and money constraints, you know, uh, not reading everything. But this one, I kind of chose not to read just because it's rucka it's wonder woman i know it's gonna be amazing so i'm kind of just yeah yeah so when it comes out of trade i'll get it um i did just finish reading the um new volume of the uh rucka wonder woman trade that just came out a
0: month or two ago uh
2: and uh, i had read most of the run before and like the old crappy trades they had but just rereading it it's it's fantastic and it made me really excited for this but i I'm looking forward to
0: catching I that. had forgotten you hadn't read it, but I'm glad I asked because it, you didn't tell everyone you hadn't read it, so it actually worked well, out. I well. just
1: wish Tim had, would have made up a plot point and not missed a B. Hey,
0: you he's know? not like you. Hey. He doesn't try to lie and fake his way through Aquaman, <laughs> all right? Not like you, Matt.
1: Well, I also, uh, now that we're past All-Star, I didn't read the backup to that either. You didn't notice, so.
0: Oh, <laughs> you, you. Too oh. busy reading Marvel stuff. You cheeky, <laughs> no. cheeky scoundrel. <laughs> i have not
1: read any marvel in like two weeks so it's I, have, I haven't yeah, even read my star wars to, in
3: about three weeks yeah, that's okay you don't have i to had star wars.
1: well i dropped uh, one of those books just because i got behind anyways um no i, I wasn't because i didn't want to read the all-star backup i just have too much
0: so okay no, I, I get it. See. honestly if we weren't i mean i'd probably read it for that book but in the past, there has been comic books where I'll get to yeah. the... If it's got a backup, if I don't really like the look of the backup, I'll just skip the backup, because time... Um, Usually, the
2: creative team can be pretty... Yeah. Uh, like, like with this, I, I feel like it's fitting, because, you know, it's a same writer, and, you know, it's, it's a good artist, so, like, I, yeah. I think it's uh, worth a read. But sometimes, you know, they just throw stuff in there just to the up the page, page count, charge a yeah. little yep.
0: more. Exactly. All right, so let's move on to... Uh, the Flash, issue 6, uh, written by Joshua Williamson, and welcoming back Carmine D. Gia Domenico um, on art, which was great, because I have missed Couldn't him. have been for a better issue,
3: yeah. A welcome return, for sure.
0: Um, now, on the one hand, the thing that happened in this issue, the big reveal, was exactly what we'd been saying the reveal was probably going to be since like, issue yep. 2, or probably even before that, but you know, like I remember I was saying it way back at the start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time though, I have no complaints because it was done flawlessly. That page where August turns into Godspeed and says, I am Godspeed, that big splash page, beautiful. I'm yeah. um, I'm in. I'm fine. I'd rather it, it have something sense.
3: that makes sense than a twist yeah. for the sake of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I I didn't I'll... see it. Well, okay, I didn't um... see it like as uh I didn't predict it as early as you guys, but I, like definitely in this issue I, I at some point like I saw it like coming like Oh yeah, that's a good chance that
0: it was, uh, was going to be. But I you think
2: know, it was, sometimes it doesn't have to be surprising to be good, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I,
0: I think Tim, it was the end of like, issue two or three mm-hmm. when the when Godspeed like attacked like a group of people at the labs, uh, okay. and it was no one seen him though. But it was like August who told us about it. Yep, I think oh, that was yeah, the moment where we all that. went. I bet yeah. it's him. Like, you well, know. and
1: that's the thing. That's what the well-told story is. It's stuff seated there that you can pick up on. Yeah, unless it's meant to be one of those mysteries where it's like, oh no, double turn. But yeah. here, it's been there from the start. It matches his motivation. And also, it makes sense why he didn't have a code name.
0: You and, know? It also makes sense that he... Like, Godspeed was typically only going after, at least from my memory, criminals, homeless people. Like, he wasn't going after people who he thought were worthwhile members of society. If that right. makes sense. Um. So
3: Speedsters no. not counting.
0: Yeah. Because he went after
3: oh. the Speedsters as
0: well. I mean, even the Speedsters, was he not mainly going after... The uh, he was going after well, no, the because he he's absorbing their,
1: their speed.
3: Yeah, no, true, last yeah. issue he kind of showed up and attacked Mina and uh, true. Yeah. yeah, like all the true, people yeah. that
0: are at
2: that research.
3: I was just, I was,
0: I was thinking of the homeless guy he attacks at the start of the issue. Oh, what, yeah, because it's because one of the things he, he says who it is. when when he's when he's talking about everything when he's like revealing himself as who he is, he mentions it's all these worthless people he's going after. So I was connecting the dots with that in my head, I think. But mm. you're right, he has attacked people that weren't. Yeah. I think but, it's
3: just because he thinks that by taking their speed, he can do better
0: yeah. I for, guess, helping
3: yeah. for getting rid of the other stuff.
0: This
1: is We've seen so many speedster villains in the past, whether it's Professor Zoom or Hunter Zolomon Zoom uh, mm-hmm. during John's run. This one's different enough to stand out, and I like that.
0: Yeah, and he's... And he looks different. He's got a different motivation. He's not there yeah. to be the rival to the Flash. He just will yeah. be by happenstance because he has the yeah. opposite. He, he if essentially bit. wants
3: to be better than the Flash.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have a question for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Is because uh, I haven't read like all the Flash stuff from uh, mm-hmm. you know previous New Fifty Two and everything. But is there like a Professor Zoom in this? Uh, like universe now or
0: spell?
1: Uh, uh, there's gonna have to be if they're keeping flash canon because because he's yeah. from the future and so maybe he hasn't shown up in a while but just he's the, there
2: the only reason why uh, I, I was kind of wondering is because i'm like oh are you really gonna have like you know if uh godspeed becomes like you know a new kind of like you know big uh you know uh member of the rogue you know flashes rogues mm-hmm. and stuff like are they gonna really have like you know if there's also Professor Zoom, who's, like, another speedster that also knows, like, Barry's identity and stuff, like, are they going to have, like, two, cool. like, speedster villains that... That's, so... That's they go
0: out for base. Well, this. Well, let's just assume, of course, that Godspeed makes it out of this arc. Yeah. That's true, And also,
1: yeah. the speedster villains tend to not hang out with the rogues. The rogues are the blue-collar right
2: yeah like, I, I think guys, yeah,
1: you know like
2: what I, I mean? Yeah, like I, I didn't mean part of like you know the, the yeah. actual rogues. I just meant like you know the oh,
0: okay. the flashes R- R- general gallery. enemy. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Um, no, yeah, no, I think well, seeing year fifty two. What was the reverse flash in the new fifty two? Remind me, of that.
1: He was he was Thawn. That's when I yeah. stopped reading Infinity, right. and he was yeah. putting together a team of like weird rogues.
3: Wasn't he, wasn't he like ending up on the Suicide Squad or
0: something? I don't.
1: I don't so know. there's been an it was, was it was
0: Thawne. But we've not yeah. had the Hunter of so, I mean, yet. Okay. No,
1: because that was Iris's brother. That was Michael West. That was Zoom, who was literally a Reverse Flash, and that was from the Buccalato and Manipul Run, um, where the villain's issue is told backwards, in reverse, which is great. Although he wasn't Zoom,
0: he was Reverse Flash. Okay. Thawne was Professor Zoom. <laughs> Do you know what? I really hope they just wait most of this new Fifty Two ball, that's... Way. And that's what's great
1: about... Well, we have Wally, right? So that's the one cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wally's cool. Yeah. Second Wally West. Wally West... The, well, from here on, I'll call him Wally West the second Because
0: he is the call, second call Wally Call him West. New Wally. Just put an N-U. Or New form.
1: Wally. Yeah, New Wally. So, you know, so he stayed. But, like, if they want to wipe all that away, that's fine. They like, should. we're talking... Just, do,
0: do we're talking proper... about,
1: like, the Batman continuity, and it's yeah. cool that it's there. And I like the Bucholato and Manipul run. But outside of uh, Neil before Rod,
0: there's nothing that else sticks out. Don't don't give me this weird New 52 crappy reverse Flash. Give me proper Brad Thorn. Give me proper Hunter's Zolman at some point. Don't, yeah, just wipe it 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 (laughs) away. I feel I'll get there.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, if by the end Professor Zoom shows up.
0: Yeah, even actually both of them, either of them could still show up because if Flash and Wally... Can have memories yep. before everyone else, and can you know put these pieces together. Then it makes sense that Eobard Thawne from the original timeline might you know show up at some point, just like when when Flashpoint happened. He he knew mm. what was going on. He was like, "Look at what you've done, Barry." You know, that'd be great too
2: if maybe if they could come like uh, tie it into Rebirth somehow. Like maybe because of you know Wally uh, make it through the you know time stream or or the Speed Force or whatever. Like yeah, Speedsters have a chance. Yeah. Hmm. That
0: could be cool. Yeah, I yep. could see that. So... Uh, but back to this issue. We have went off on a bit of a tangent. and It's all Tim's fault, because he asked the question. <laughs> um, but no, I thought it was a solid issue. I, I thought it was good fun. I thought uh, Wally, New Wally's reaction to Mina being in trouble, possibly being dead, was really good. Especially but... when they didn't know that he even knew her. Yeah. So it was quite a nice moment in that sense. Um... My favourite moment also... is actually a really small art
3: detail. Uh-huh. It's, it's right at the start where Barry's... Going over everything, he, you know, he's like going through all the case files and stuff, trying to figure out what's going on. And he's clearly like so intense and so into it, he hasn't even had time to shave.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. Like, which obviously must take him what half a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He hasn't
1: had half a second. And he, he hasn't
3: even wasted half a second to do something as simple as that. He's just committed everything to this.
0: Yeah, it's a really good point. He, you know, you never really see Barry with a shadow on his face. No. Yeah. But
2: all right, so we'll, it it would definitely be uh you know, fast for him to shave, but then how fast does his hair grow? I was just thinking that. It's <laughs> a good
3: question. Um I don't know. I don't know if I've ever brought that up. Um Maybe maybe this should be addressed. Yeah. <laughs> These are the important questions that we need to know. I don't care.
1: Do. It's like when Superman gets a beard, cool. I don't care about the
2: I I just finished reading that Lois and Clark series and I loved the yeah the superman with the beard in that
1: uh, oh yeah
0: superbeard's great cool.
1: don't yeah just yeah. don't overthink it it's fine yeah. with with the flash though like do we think mina did get crisised or i i feel she, she's so big of a character she can't be gone that quick
0: i feel like the way they've made her disappear without it being obvious that she's definitely dead makes me think she's right. alive yeah but could go but i thought away. that
1: was a nice touch with Barry realising what could have happened because he's done that before. Yeah. You know, so. So,
0: no, that's good. Uh, so the last thing we should probably mention with The Flash though is the cliffhanger is that Godspeed and The Flash are fighting and Godspeed reveals that he can go so fast that he can appear in two places at once. Uh, which actually uh, ties nicely mean? back to issue one when Barry was, Barry was upset that he couldn't be in two places at once because he was trying to save multiple people and get multiple things yeah. done. But I'm wondering, does...
1: Does Godspeed burn through the Speed Force if he absorbs it? You know, like, because Barry is like the Zen Master. not the Zen Master. That's Max Mercury, but he's like <laughs> the master of the Speed Force, and and can do all that stuff. So I'm wondering if like all of these, all of these talents come with a cost. Like, yeah, he can be in two places at once, but that's when he needs to reabsorb. Is it so? More it's like force. a
3: temporary boost. So when he gets the yeah. speed, it's not like a permanent mm-hmm. upgrade. It's just yeah. like
1: and And because yeah. Barry doesn't steal speed, that's why he can't be in two places at once because he has more ethical uses for the speed force
0: yeah don't don't uh drink in speed force, folks, I guess yeah, that's true. True. yeah um the more right, you know so that's the flash uh that'll take us on to Green Lantern's issue six written by Sam Humphreys and art by Will Conrad and Jack Herbert. Um, speaking of the art, before we get to anything else, I thought there were some really quality faces in this. I know that's a really weird thing to say, but there were some really good faces. Whenever there was a close-up of a face, especially towards the end of the issue,
1: yeah,
0: and they were like smiling at each other, giving you a hint of how you know it's a happy ending, I suppose. But uh, I, th- I think it's fair of. given we've kind of complained about the faces a few times in this series. Yeah, yeah so it was it was nice to see it turn around and actually be like, oh, are actually quite good faces. Yeah, I-, I really particular- like the
3: one of uh, it's a close-up of Blaise right at the end. Mm. Yeah. It looks really good.
0: Yeah. We'll get to Blee's in a minute. Let's talk about the Green Lanterns uh, saving the hey, day. Hey, guys,
1: did, did you know that Jessica has anxiety and that Daz is still new to the job? You uh, we were told again.
0: Uh, uh, did you know that she uh, had herself in her apartment for three years after her? Yeah. friends were all killed i know i feel like every it, you know what it is? it's almost like the start of jordan's issues all start with i'm hal jordan i'm the green Lantern." except 2814 yeah it's almost like that but it's a whole page of exposition of the exact same yeah. exposition so, every time
1: and so yeah and again now i just expect it now if it's not there i'm gonna be angry so <laughs> if the halloween issue doesn't start with like oh i answered a lot of trick-or-treating in my three years locked in my house <laughs> like you know but oh, yeah pretty good I'm glad
0: this, this arc's done, because I'm tired of reading Hell Tower. I am. Um, like, or Hell Seed. Yeah, I, I am glad of that as well. I did like some of the moments. I do feel like... I feel like there was almost no reason why it turned around, though. I feel like it was just Jessica sitting there feeling like crap, until... Oh, no, wait. I'm emotional enough that the wall power's happening. Oh, wait, right, time to win the fight. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't feel like it had like a natural thing. Well, I like, though, that
1: she's like, I can't deaden my emotions, because my power comes from my emotion. Mm. And I, I like that sentiment and how it made her make a construct. And I didn't get what it was supposed to be. I think that was the point, that it's open for
0: interpretation. Because I, someone I'm, looked at it and said how beautiful it was. I'm going to make a a bit of analysis here as to what it huh. is kind of like. Not, not what it looks like, yeah. but the, the way it's kind of not an actual thing, but different people are seeing different things. Because okay. it's related to emotions, I think it's kind of like an inkblot. Where when yeah. you look at an ink inkblot and different people see different things, I think that's what it, it's the so green just, So what did, what did we hear or think it looked like? To me, it looked like an award you get at like a art show because it had those sort of like curving tentacle looking mm, okay. prisms. Okay.
1: Wow. So this, this is a peek into this all is... our minds. <laughs> okay. Matt? So I saw it as like a plant, like a, a flower. I rising thought a flower up. too, yeah. uh. uh. Well, shit. That means I have the emotional capacity of a ginger, not good. <laughs> oh, maybe
0: because it's the green glow, but it felt like like it was like a, yeah. a grass glass prism to me almost the way it looked. So yeah. it looked like a ward, but whatever.
1: Well, so there we go. That's the art and and the writing coming together, and wanting it to be what I would like it to be. Because they're still space cops. Like, granted, it's all the space opera, multi core mm. stuff still, but Jessica and Simon. Did work together here. Yeah,
0: Th- them like partners. Them bonding at the end was the best part for me. Yeah. Th- them smelling each other and actually finally giving each other compliments was really nice. Oh. And I love the guardian dude running out and being like, "Where's Hell Jordan? I don't want you. Yeah. I want Hell Jordan." Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and also when Jessica gives him the bear, like, "Hey, look what yeah. I found." Yeah, that's under pretty there. cool. Yeah. And that was a nice moment too. But so, yeah, and then the. I love this rogue guardian just because he's such. <laughs> A character. I also, he's I'll, uh, over the top. It's he's
0: fun. over the top, yeah. and I love that. Like uh, Simon's brother and his sister-in-law are trying to like tell him, "There's this blue dude. He's been here," and like they're <laughs> almost ignoring them as they're talking about everything yeah. that's just happened. And it's just there's a good bit of sense of fun, which is why I'm looking forward to the Halloween issue with them going trick or treating and yep. stuff. But the big point here, of course, before we get to the Red Lantern stuff, is that the thing that's in the box, the thing that the Guardian has, is a power yep. ring that doesn't have to be like. It doesn't choose anyone, you can just put it on and use it. It can work yeah. for anyone. Oh wow. <laughs> Which kinda undermines the White Lantern power. Right? <laughs> well
1: no, because that was that was that thing. Is it you I could the, the White Lantern was that you
3: you were strong enough in all the emotions though, right? So I guess... like you, you were you could attach to every part of life. Whereas yeah, this could... this feels like more like you could be lazy and not care enough about anything to have you could not yeah, a villain be could emotional the strength. enough. The,
0: yeah, the whole, um, and you, anyone could use. Because the whole point in Blackest Night was that it was the Justice League who became the White Lanterns because they were good enough to.
1: Well, there was that, but you also had, you know, an orange lantern going or an orange ring going to Lex, and a yellow ring going to, uh, Scarecrow. Well, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. That's Phantom Ring. I just, I knew it was coming because of the solicits, but I was also like, all right, I don't need. A ninth ring introduced here because it's only one.
0: I'm actually kind of okay with it because it could be an interesting, you know. It's essential the MacGuffin for whatever the next story is going to be. And I think it could be fun in that sense. That's the
3: thing. It's not like it can spawn like another another core from it. It can't. Not yet. It it, it, it can't because there's (laughs) no (laughs) there's no emotional core to tie it to everything else. It is just its own separate little thing.
1: But like how do we we don't know anything yet we're all presupposing because i, I thought we were done with the entities and the reveal at mm-hmm. the end it's like not
0: quite yeah well yeah so the reveal the two things about the red larns we need to talk about is one is that the the whole hell tower thing was just to plant a new red entity in the core of the sun or the core of the earth sorry um okay. and it's growing inside the uh inside the earth uh, so that's obviously just a plot point for later stories where the Red, Lartons, the Red Larton core will be back at it again. Which annoys me a little bit. Which does annoy I was really me as well. really hoping
3: we were done with the Reds now.
0: But the thing that I do like about the Reds, which I'm actually quite happy about, is Bleas. I like yeah. I like where Bleas' story might go because I As you remember a few issues ago, uh, Simon, one of what? Simon's new powers is that he actually took the hatred out of her. Took yeah. out the rage. And she became normal for a brief time. And she now remembers that. And she, like wants to be that again or she like Mm -hmm. and she's like scared of Atrocitus knowing but we hear that Atrocitus notices there's something different but I'm actually kind of liking the idea that we might get a reformed Red Lantern at some point who could become maybe she'll use the uh, the new ring maybe she'll yeah, be the the wielder
1: she could and the whole thing I also got from that Atrocitus kind of already knows because he's all about prophecy Hmm. you know so he kind of hinted at Blaze him knowing about Blaze so but yeah that was cool that was some nice forward progression for characters I don't really care about, because then even is like, up oh, off to new things. We're gonna let this egg cook,
0: and then. Well, that's good at least it means he's gone for a couple of arcs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see you in three arcs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, see you then the next year or something. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I'm definitely more. I'm glad we're over this. And this was always a book that was on the cusp. Of, I'm like, well, do I want to read it? And it's, it's definitely passed into the. I'm gonna keep reading.
0: I think I say this every time, but I like Jessica enough, and I like Baz a fair amount to keep sticking with it as long as it doesn't get any, no. you know, wash the well,
3: <laughs> The next arc is going to be the defining one for me. While I like them, it has to do something plot-wise as well to keep me around. Now, the Red Lanterns was enough that it should have driven me away, but it was the promise of something after that's kept me around. I think
0: I think the Halloween issue is going to win you over, Connor. It may well do. I, I, I think... says the guy still reading Red Hood and the Outlaws. Shut up. <laughs> I think them babysitting uh, like this wacko guardian, who has, so far, but at least been pretty funny, I think is going to yeah. make for a, a fun time. So. Yep. Um, so that's Green Latins issue six. That'll mm. take us on to Batgirl and the Birds of Prey issue two, uh, written by Julian Shauna Benson and art by Claire Rowe. I'm um, having a lot of fun with this. See the opening chase scene in this, where it's... Uh, like, all the henchmen chasing them, like, uh, escorting this guy with Jim Gordon, this guy that they captured at the end of the last issue, who is involved yeah, in all this conspiracy true. with Oracle, yeah. Um, I thought all this action was great. I thought all of this, like, you know, uh, like, them in the bikes, you know, Huntress and Black Canary in the bikes, Canary using her cry, and everything else. You know, I could maybe i done without Batgirl using the shotgun, but she did just shoot the wheel, so it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. I-, I liked all that stuff. I thought it was a really fun action sequence that took up the first, like, third of the book. I've had a of good energy to it and Although, yeah uh, my only com- my, I mean, obviously I still have the complaints that I've had in the last tour but they are but that tends to be faces uh, the action when it's fast moving tends to be fun and flowing quite well I thought it was a bit
3: too dark and shadowy for a lot of the action personally hmm like I feel like it, the, uh, especially the shots inside the car with like with Bagon and Gordon like it felt really dark and like overdone but there was a lot, there was stuff outside as well that was bothering me with that.
0: I don't have that problem, but fair
1: enough. No, yeah, I wasn't either. I just, for me, it's the art with the faces and stuff. It can be distracting. Yeah, the faces it takes the, me
0: out a little bit. The faces are often a problem in the book. Uh, it's a shame because yeah. it's kind of the biggest problem that we have with the book. At least me and Matt seem to be anyway. Uh yeah. 'cause Because I, I actually really enjoyed this issue. I liked, I liked Gordon talking to Barbara. No, obviously not as Barbara as background. He doesn't, he doesn't know it's Barbara and right. he's like, you know, are you sure the way to call in the big guns? Like, you know, calling Batman, because you, you're not out of your element here. And I like that Batman oh. comes to see her at the, uh, the clock tower and says, like, I'm only here to help if you need it. If you want me to reassure Jim, I'll reassure him. You know, right. and then that cool leaving thing he does where he's like in the other side of the clock, and it looks like the bat signal.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But I didn't like some of Batman's dialogue. Where where he says uh, Black hairy and Purple Person, I don't believe we've met. It's like...
1: Yeah, that's not that man.
3: It didn't. It didn't sound like Batman at all, especially when that's Helena. And you, I'd have thought Dick would have kind of informed him of what was going on at least to Well, no, because
1: Dick, doesn't even know that she's ran off to be Huntress. Yeah. No, but he, I feel like he could have had enough information to put stuff together. I was gonna say he could have said in you or in her. Like I don't. We haven't had the pleasure. Mm. but yeah purple yeah. person's a little bit
0: off. I, I, I guess oh. that's uh like because obviously the books get a very fun sense of dialogue with all the other characters which yeah. fits all of them very well which is worth but mentioning Not Batman, but not batman yeah. but i i guess that's uh them fitting Just... him into the tone of this book which yeah, know it's a fair complaint it, it didn't stick out to me too much like I, i've seen much worse like on batman dialogue oh yeah but
1: oh yeah sure, i did
0: like
3: I did stick out
1: yeah, the fun dialogue I liked is when they go to storm the server farm, yeah. To where the last, the last place that uh, Oracle sent was it that sent the transmission from? And there's my
0: dog. No, remember? Well, it may have been, but remember she trolls back, girl. She sends like a message, like a yeah. joke about the birthday. That's right. Prey, and that's right. They trace and so it.
1: they go to investigate, and they're like, "Well, how do we know Huntress has our back?" And then Huntress takes out people with arrows and they go, oh, she has her back. Yeah. And they also crack you know, some jokes or,
0: about hazing her and like freezing her bra yeah. and stuff, which was yeah. made for some fun, witty yeah. stuff.
1: And it wasn't that she shot people, it was that she saved them from the bomb and Canary's mm-hmm. like, well, there goes all doubts. She has her back. Yeah, I thought that was mm-hmm. fine. We
0: don't have to freeze our bra anymore. <laughs> and Huntress yeah. is just like, yeah, thanks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, yeah. I didn't know that was a hazing thing. So apparently, the you know. Yeah, part, partly yeah. so.
0: Well, to be fair, Matt, we've never been hazed as females, so...
1: No, but I was just, like, freezing the bra, and it's just, like, at least out here, when it's hot, I would say that's, like, welcome hazing, <laughs> you
2: know? <laughs> yeah. okay. professor knows. professor oh, knows. sometimes when it gets hot, I... I like, put like blankets or clothes in the. I thought you were going to say you freeze freezer. Your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, So, they'll say this, of course, is that this all seems to be a bit of a trap to lure them away from the safe house where they're keeping this guy they've kidnapped. Well, not kidnapped, but the, the guy they've got in custody from the last issue. Yeah. And, it's, uh, Finice, who's the uh, villain, has sent in her team of, uh, meta human villains to, uh, assassinate him, presumably, or snake capture squad. him. Snake Squad. Yeah, the six, Snake Squad. Um, <laughs> Which is obviously the fun little cliffhanger for the next issue. Something else I liked in this book, I liked that the captions for the locations had little like jokes attached to them. Um, yeah. I liked the one where it says that this is the GCPD safe house. And underneath it says, uh, safe's in the title, nothing bad can possibly happen here. Like, I thought that was a fun little touch. I liked that. Yeah.
1: And so I don't. I like that this book exists and does that stuff, but I don't want all my books to do that. Oh, no. So no. that's fine.
0: This
1: is... If if Batgirl started doing stuff like that, I or Supergirl, I'd be like, "Come on, guys, know the tone." But yeah. here, the tone matches, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, this is clearly doing its own thing. It's got its own feel to it because of its own creative team, obviously. And I think it's for me, it's working quite well. Obviously, I have the issues with the art. I have the issues with the faces always looking yeah. weird. But other I'm than really that, I'm enjoying not,
3: it. I, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. I'm I'm on the cl- I'm close to dropping it, to be honest.
0: Oh, but Red Hood's still oh, sticking make- around. Well, I
3: tried to drop that, and you wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah, well, you
1: made your bid. You must lie in it now. Yeah, I'm I'm going to the end of the arc on this one before, just because if we're going to have other weeks like this, I don't have the time That's the to, thing. to read like, this, it.
3: This was, like, the second-to-last thing I read. I I was, I was oh, no, it wasn't
0: for
1: it. me.
3: Like, like
0: if I'm going to start dropping stuff, this wouldn't be in the first, you know. The, the only thing I read after this was Red Hood. Oh, dear.
1: Well, I, I just read mine, and whatever's going to be easy uh at the time because i have to fit them into work and whatnot so um see,
2: i usually try to read the stuff i'm least excited first and then make my way yeah. and kind of save the
1: see i tend to
3: do a mixture i cool. tend to do some of the least excited and then some of the stuff i'm excited for and then the stuff that i just ah uh,
2: the exception is if it's like a really big book that i like yeah. don't want to get spoiled or something maybe i'll read that first but well
1: that's yeah usually I leave detective in action until right before we record and i'll read those right then so they're fresh But with what happened in Detective, this time and Pete going, hey, there's spoilers abound. Be careful.
0: Yeah, I read
1: that as my first book.
0: Oh yeah, as soon as as I read that, I knew there was going to be spoilers all over the internet for it. And sure enough, I went on Twitter like 20 minutes later, and I seen something from it. I'm like, I'm glad I read that first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So, So, but I
1: usually do what what Tim does, and I'll try to save the stuff that I'm really looking forward to to last.
0: Yeah, I'm the opposite. I start with the big, and when you know, go my way down as a as I go. Um alright, so that's background on the birds of prey. I seem to be having the most fun with it. Um mm-hmm. it's not on the cusp for me. I have some issues, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um moving on to Superwoman issue two, Phil Jimenez on both writing and art. We really liked issue one of this. Yeah. And um well issue two is not as strong. It's not as like out the gate, like super yeah. amazing. Yeah. But I still really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that they're expanding her support and cast. Lana's getting her support and cast, which includes Steele and Steele's niece, which makes sense because Steele's our... Natasha's boyfriend. back! <laughs> so great.
2: I'm big Natasha fan?
1: Yeah, well, I just choose... I love smaller characters like this that yeah. don't need their own book, but they could pad other people's books, yeah. and so... I thought you she know. was
2: good in uh, 52.
0: I love a good uh, yeah. supporting cast. and Yeah, don't let Marvel fool you into thinking that Riri is the first young black yeah. woman who builds armor. Don't don't let Marvel yeah. fool you. We've had Natasha much it longer. You're the closest no, thing here to a Marvel fan, Tim, so you're getting yeah, the yeah. abuse.
1: But yeah, so... I thought it was just a little bit stepped down. I thought it was heavy on the dialogue. Like, I found myself... Getting lost at points. It might have been because I read it super late, right before bed, too. Um, but like, I'm gonna. It's it's nothing that made me be like,
0: well, this is yeah. garbage. I'm not I, gonna read this anymore. I wasn't lo. I mean, I do think it was a bit more worded than the last issue. Yeah. And I think obviously yeah. that's a that's that's there. But I feel like the getting the supporting cast and giving her a, more of a people around her. Getting Maggie Sawyer in, who seems to also be a recurring character, and I, I like the moment where she's like, oh, I think yeah. I've made kind of a friend in a high place because. They kind yep. of connect when she's been interviewed. Yep. I might be I'll
2: be honest. Of, uh, Go on. Oh. Uh, I, was, I think I might be kind of the opposite of you guys. I think I kind of like the second issue a little better. All
1: right. Okay. Um, oh, Jimmy.
2: Now, part of it might be that. Um, uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to read this series at first, so I knew the first issue had some big spoilers. So, like Pete explained to me what happened. So, yeah. when I did go back and read the first issue, uh, maybe it didn't have as much of an impact for me because I kind of knew what was going to happen. So that could play into it. But um, I kind of liked in the second issue just expanding the story and kind of um, like getting kind of seeing more of the villains and stuff, and uh, that's kind of got me a little more intrigued.
0: Yeah, I think it was good world building around Lana. It was set up her in the first yep. issue. And gave her... Like, made us care about her. And well, and,
1: and that whole first issue was about how people leave her. Mm. And mm. Clark's left her, her parents have left her. And now she has John and Natasha and Sawyer, even Lex to a smaller extent. You know? Um,
0: and then the reveal <sighs>
1: of who the villain was, I thought, was a nice little touch.
0: Matt is always so desperate to get to the end of the book. You know what? Well, yeah. like, Not hey. to the
1: end of the book, just just because they could have drugged this out for... A whole arc. No, it's and just they like,
0: give it to you. It's just something I've noticed with you, Matt. Is sometimes whenever it goes to you right. for your opinion, you always somehow manage to jump to whatever right. the ending point's going to be. And I'm like, Matt, let's All get right. to it naturally. Let's, let's you know go through the I'm, points. But I just I just wanted to point out though with the with the the Bizarro
1: women, whatever they are. Yeah. Like we still don't know what those are. We don't know what they and... are.
0: We we have learned that they can disguise themselves because one of them is yep. disguised as Lexi's like assistant. Mercy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, in a universe where she doesn't get uh, blown up by one of Lex's machinations. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so there's that going on. Also, Lana is uh, sick. Her powers are taking a toll on her. Um, yeah. Seemingly, she thinks she's going to go the same way as New 52 Superman and New 52 Lois which I'm assuming won't happen because she has a book, and I'm also assuming that uh, because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. Well, they
1: introduced uh, Natasha Iron, so there's no saying that she can't be Superwoman.
0: Uh, don't, no, don't, uh, no, let's keep Lana. Let's say something nasty like that. I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying I wouldn't put it that. Uh, No, no, let's keep Lana. But no, nah, so she's obviously worried about her health, and I'm sure that'll be like a big thing in the first arc. Like, I'm sure by the end of the first arc she'll have got yeah. a cure, so to speak. Yeah. She'll have solved the, whatever the issue is. Um But no, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying the goofy villain. Uh what's the villain that attacks the parade that still fights for a bit? Oh God. The radioactive dude. Mm-hmm. What's he, what's his name? Oh the Atomic Skull.
1: Atomic Skull, yeah, thank I'm you.
0: Skull. That yeah. is so goofy, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So goofy. Um, that was
1: that was from the era that this is totally not Ghost Rider, it's an atomic skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well if they're if they're copying Natasha with Riri, we can we can yeah. copy Ghost Rider with uh, Atomic Skull here. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wasn't he like a
2: JSA villain? I could be wrong, but I probably Yeah, he's been say... around for a while. But yeah. in
1: the '80s, he got the refurb into a biker okay. type character. I feel yeah.
0: like I feel like any sort of like villain who's below C-list has probably been a JSA villain at some point because they they tend <laughs> yeah. to pull in all the, the 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 low names and all that to fill out their yeah. stories. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, the the big reveal at the end. Let's talk about that. So the villain behind us, the villain who's running the super uh, bizarro women people, yep. uh, it turns out to be someone who we guessed, I think. Uh, when the last issue was talked about I think we did huh? if we didn't do it on the show I'm sure someone I was speaking to mentioned it um, and yeah. that is uh, Lena Luthor is the one behind it all and she captures Lex at the end and she's yeah. the one behind it all so I should be and
1: uh, uh, kryptonite man makes an appearance here too right oh yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. he's and in
2: the so I... cells
0: yeah, yeah he's in all the cells uh, so Lena's the baddie which is cool it kind it actually works in a really nice way that if this is a superwoman comic that the villain mm-hmm. will be the female Lex Luthor. Like, it actually yeah. has a nice... Well,
1: especially with Luthor taking a anti-hero role,
0: you know? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, no, I like that touch. That's I think thematically it works really well to be her first villain, so that's pretty cool. Um, also, all, all I could think about when she showed up as well is that the actress from Jurassic World, who gets killed off in the most brutal way possible in that movie, <laughs> is going to play her yeah. in the show. And I just remember in the description for the Supergirl oh, man. Season 2... Do you not know uh-huh. that? Oh, I did not know that. Oh, news to Matt. Um, well, that's fantastic. You should watch the uh, TV news that goes up uh, on this very YouTube <laughs> I channel. I should, but
1: really. as I said, I have trouble getting through my comics. <laughs> so. yeah.
0: um, he's got a lot of squats to do. Yeah, he's got squats right. to do. making um, <laughs> records. But... All all I could think of is during the the description for Supergirl season two, that describes her uh, like her coming on the show. Says that oh, Lena Luthor shows up in National City, and Supergirl has to figure out if she's a friend or a foe. And all I could think was, yeah, she's going to be like the evil villain by the end of the season. (laughs) There's there's no way she's going to be a good character.
1: It's well, if you have the Luthers and Max Lord, it's kind of redundant. I was just I was just waiting show. for
0: Wonder Woman to make a cameo and snap his neck, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: flies and snap sleeves. But, um, <laughs> but but yeah, with Superwoman I, I enjoyed it. I liked the reveal at the end and the character well, the supporting cast building. Yeah, I
0: liked all that enough. stuff. I think but yeah, there were
1: certain parts that were just rough to get through and again I don't know if it was just me being sleepy because it was the end of the night or what. I
0: think so, and I'm hopeful that you know, when this is done in this arc and you go back and read it as a trade as yeah. one I think it'll read fine. I think this is just yeah. your typical second issue, try to like put a lot of the pieces in place for later.
3: Yeah, so that's weird. I, I know this is weird, but I kind of miss Lois. I really liked the interplay and the dynamic between the two, oh. where I feel I'm like sure this that'll... issue suffered a little bit. Maybe it'll be fine once the supporting cast builds a bit more and we get mm. a bit more repertoire between them, but for now, I feel like it's missing something that the first issue had.
0: Yeah, well, I'm so, that's something it can fix over time, like you said. It can. So.
3: And also, I thought Lex was a bit weird at the, the right at the start, like the way he was like, "No, armor's not working. Where's Superwoman?" It just kind of felt very unLex. I don't it know. felt.
0: It felt like why wouldn't he say Superman? Because he knows Superman's kicking about.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't
0: know, but I don't know. It just felt weird and off to me. Did you that... enjoy it? Yeah, you did enjoy it to me. But any, any points you'd like to add before we move on? Um.
2: No, I think uh, it's good. I think maybe I'm enjoying it a little less than you guys, but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's um, a bad book. Um, I think uh, Phil Jimenez is doing a really good job. Um, I do feel like he's kind of falling a little bit into that uh, artist-turned-writer trap where I think it's a little overwritten. Um, But, yeah, definitely not that it's, like, overly bad or anything. For Mm -hmm. me, this is more just, like, a... Not a great book, but, um, you know, like a, a good book.
0: Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that'll take us on to New Superman, issue three, written by Gene Luen Yang and art by Viktor Bogdanovich. Uh, we really liked issue two of this, and issue three, I think, continues that trend. This was more fun, yeah. and I loved I loved my favorite part of this book, and there was a lot of good stuff, but my favorite part of this book, because the last issue ended with uh, Keenan. Revealing who he was to the world, he took off his his goggles things, and he's like, "I'm Keenan Kong, I am the new Superman," because he has a, he's you know attracted to the the reporter. Uh, he's a prick. But like... I, and I love that as soon as like Chinese Batman and Wonder Woman come out of the thing, he's like, "Oh, and this is Chinese Batman and Wonder Woman. We are the Justice League of China." My favorite thing was the reactions. It cut to Lex Luthor. It cut to Batman, and it cut to the Great Ten, and we see all of yeah. their reactions to the Justice League of China, and just Batman being like. yeah being grumpy Uh, and in was that in blue font too
1: was that the blue coloring it was grumble but in english
0: yeah
1: that was (laughs) a nice touch which is something i wanted out of this book from the beginning was how it interplays with the rest of the dc universe and i'm glad that we got that because uh the interplay between what's her name dr omen and general august and irons, you know, I I think that's going to become important as this goes on.
0: No, uh, yeah, you know? I think you're right. I think that's cool. And I think the other thing that this issue did really well is it started to uh, build a bond between Keenan and the other two. The, you know, the, the, yeah. the Wonder Woman and the Batman. uh yeah. And, and <laughs> still Kenan... calls him Tubby. Yeah. Like, In... He's such a dick. And Keenan like <laughs> wanting to make fun of his face because this is the first time he's yeah. seen him without the mask, but biting yeah. his lip because he wants to make friends. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Buying it till it goes numb.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah, my lips numb. Cause yeah, cause it, every so often he'll say something else, like you know, uh, Tubby will keep saying stuff, and yeah. it'll cut back to Keenan's like narration. He's like still biting, like still yeah. bit, like every time he wants to say something. Uh, but yeah, but I I like that Chinese Wonder Woman sort of reaches out to him after a she kind of sympathizes with why he revealed who mm-hmm. he was, and b after uh, Doctor Roman, like like hurts him with that gun.
1: Yeah, because I was, like, really
0: out of line. Like, Yeah. Well, I feel like by the end of the first arc, or maybe a couple of arcs and they're going to, like, break away from her, and they're going to be rogue yeah. and do their yeah. own thing. But, nah, so far. Oh, aye, favourite joke of this show, actually. Mm-hmm. Is it the Aquaman joke? The Aquaman joke. So they they, they figure out who that the next course. target's going to be for this group of supervillains, and there's this Hydra. He's like, all right, it's time to call in the Chinese Aquaman. He's like, we don't have one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> We didn't think it was uh, needed to see Dr. Oman the point. Didn't think it was yeah. This, yeah. Didn't see the point. Yeah. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> that was a good joke. Yeah. That was, that was good. good. Uh, but uh so we get that guy that uh, Keenan like stood up to in the first issue. He pops back up with the oh. rest of his team. Um. Yeah, Black Condor. Yeah. Was it not Blue Condor? Blue Condor. There you yeah. go. Uh, and then his leader, and like that. That's the cliffhanger for the next issue. So. No, no. We think... also see.
1: Keenan Kong's dad...
0: Yeah, that's the last uh, thing I was going to mention, yeah.
1: Okay. React to it. And, um... You guys want to place odds on that their little study group are also these... They're they're tied in you to know, this
0: group. The way that he says we need to move quick and then we see that group at the end of the issue would make it seem like it might be. I don't know.
1: And they're investigating the Ministry of Self-Reliance mm-hmm. and they're attacking their funding. Yeah. So I just I thought all the pieces are there. That's all mystery going on.
0: Yeah, they are there. It could be a misdirect, but I think it's definitely a possibility. It would be interesting to see if uh, in the next issue, if like they have a fight with the the Chinese Justice League, and if yep. it looks like he avoids trying to hurt Keenan, maybe we can maybe yep. pick up on that next time. But uh, hopefully, uh,
1: that was fantastic. We'll yeah, it's
0: just good. a fun book.
1: It's a lot of fun. it's Really good. I'm I'm happy to read it. I'm glad it is monthly. Um, cause I'm glad it's
0: a nice, nice treat once a month. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think there's a couple of the monthly ones that I wish were twice a month, but this one yeah. I'm kind of like, it's really good, but I'm kind of okay with it being monthly. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, no.
2: So I haven't been reading this, but you, would you, you'd say it's like worth checking out? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Once, yeah.
1: once the first trade comes out, I would definitely
0: okay. check it out. It's, okay. I'm trying to compare it Like the
2: premise sounded interesting. Um, yeah. But then I feel like I've, like, heard, like, nothing bad about it, but nothing, like, overly, like, oh, man, you got to check this out, so that's Ooh. why I haven't really if rushed
1: a, out. Yeah. If you're on a limited budget, I would say pass. Yeah, you know? trade yeah.
0: Wait, But I feel like it's yeah. definitely worth reading. It's, it's really good. Yeah. So far, it's been good. Like, issues two and three yeah. have been really, really great, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't think it's a, okay. a must-read book, but I think it's a lot of fun, and it's a nice break
2: from other things, which are mm-hmm. must-reads. Yep. Kind okay. of. I do like the Great Ten, so it is cool hearing that uh, they're in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Well, they're not that featured, but
0: they may be yeah, soon. So. I mean, they, they could. But they might more. be soon. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, cool.
0: But yeah, so that's uh, New Superman issue three. Uh, that'll take us on to Suicide Squad issue two, uh, written by Rob Williams and art by Jim Lee. Now, really, <sighs> the first chunk of it's just them like dealing with the fact that they're in the water from the last issue and nearly dead, but obviously Croc can swim and helps them and stuff, and they're fine. They I get... like how they
3: joke about him being an alien.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, and they get into their, their underwater building. They're, is that a prison? No, it's not a prison. It's like because they've got different stuff like kept there, though. It's like a vault, almost. Based thing. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, um, <laughs> but I feel like the big thing about what I talk about is the ending. Like, that's the thing, right? it's the ending, there's two things that happen mm-hmm. at the end or three things we find out what they're after is a a thing for the Phantom Zone it's a portal to the Phantom Zone Ooh. Zod shows up and uh, Captain Boomerang gets eviscerated oh no and leaves his feet yeah. just his feet, just sitting there like stumps <laughs> and my only Happen have a
1: nicer person
0: and i'm actually kind of okay with it like i th- feel like yeah you know what if you want to kill one Boomerang's an okay want to take out my only issue with it is that i'm pretty sure these not solicit but the announcement of justice league versus suicide squad mentioned captain boomerang. boomerang yeah so i wonder mm. if that was well, just i, like...
1: harley, I also thought it harley was weird holding a boomerang?
0: yeah yeah one of them was holding it in the cover it was, it was just yeah. harley and batman on the cover yeah. i thought it was particularly weird we had the
3: backup was boomerang and it was fo- like you know like Shone the spotlight on him after he was just seemingly eviscerated. Seems yeah. like, why, why? Surely you want to have that before this event if this is to make you care.
1: Uh, maybe it's was... dead shot though. But it is, it's,
3: so... it's, to, it's to make you care just after you've seen him die, so I guess. But it doesn't have the same impact then, sure. Like, you you want to make you care when you see him die, not, oh, he's dead, oh, now maybe I care.
0: No, I've seen it done this way before. Because what, what you do here is it makes the whole backup story better, sweet. It gives it this air of sadness about the whole thing. It just has a different effect. What If you think that's the the wrong way to go about it, then yeah, that's purely a taste thing. But I've seen it done both ways.
4: Hmm.
0: Um, backup was okay. I wasn't super into it. I actually, I did enjoy this issue, the main story, a bit more. I think because it had that big ending with Zod. And I'm like, oh crap, that's actually quite an interesting villain for them. That's someone with Superman's powers for the Suicide Squad to fight, but he's evil, so you're okay to fight him. Like, you you, you want to root for them because Zod is proper evil. So. And I,
3: still probably wants to root for Zod, though, let's be honest.
0: He probably does. But I was, I feel like, I think the best thing about saying, it, I saying root for Zod. Uh, like, I think the best thing mind. about it though is that it was a genuine surprise. Like, I had no idea that Zod was going to be involved in this.
3: Yeah, I didn't either.
0: Like, came out of nowhere and I was like, oh, that's actually really surprising. I'm quite impressed. Um, So I'm I'm at least sticking with it for another issue. I want want to see how this plays out. You know, it's a fair point that DC have done a a rather
3: good job of surprising us with things in Rebirth. I mean, you go back to Detective, the ending, we didn't know that was coming. First issue of Superwoman. First issue of Superwoman, now this. There's been
0: quite a lot where it's like, how Oh, we really had no idea? I think they're just holding back in that thing that they used to always do and Marvel still do where they'll promote it and, like... Publicize yeah. it, yeah. Like, advance. here you go. Yeah. Here's such and such Banner, is dying. Death yeah. of
1: Captain Boomerang on the top. <laughs> yeah, because <So laughs> that'll know. make people care. <laughs> yeah,
0: he'll make the headlines. Oh. Yeah, I like. There's much else to say. I think it was fine. There were some good jokes. Um, Banter was pretty decent, and had a nice big surprise in ending that I didn't really, I really didn't see coming. And I think it'll be an interesting conflict in the yeah. next few issues. So, so I
3: think I, I enjoyed the backup as well. I like the idea that, that everyone's a hero of their own story and he really played with that, telling his story.
1: Matt, did you read the backup? I didn't read Suicide Squad.
0: Oh, you didn't read Suicide Squad? Not, I stopped being after the first. Yeah. Alright, okay. Fair so enough. I'm not going forward. Uh, alright, that's me and Connor that's covering that then. But, um, yeah. yeah, it was alright, why not? Mm. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down for when the next When you said Zod
1: one. showed up, I thought you were messing with me because you knew I didn't read
0: it. <laughs> oh no, Zod <laughs> showed up. No. So, oh, the, the cliffhanger hmm. of this book is Zod like, popping out of the Phantom Zone and oh. being like, Neil before Zod. Like, oh, wow. Well. Hmm. Tap happened last time you didn't read
3: some as well, isn't it? Aquaman it was Superman. We uh, Superman. Yeah, it's yeah, it's always
0: something some Superman shows up. <laughs> yeah, that's end. why I think you
3: guys
1: are just messing with me
0: going. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, that'll take us on to Deathstroke issue 2 which I did not read because I didn't want to but uh, Matt and Connor have read it. Uh, this is written Ooh-wee. by Christopher Priest and art by Carlo Puglielm. So, uh, on you go. Go ahead, Connor. Because all
1: I'm going to do is gush about this book. <laughs>
3: It is so good, isn't
1: it? Yep. So oh, I don't understand espionage. how
3: Peter's dropped okay. it. I really do
1: Oh, well, I, I get it. And I think you should go back and read it in Trade. Because I feel this is going to be the defining character arc for Deathstroke. Because it's kind of retconning his family life. And yeah. also making him like he's not just this disposable mercenary villain that we've seen on Arrow. And that Deadpool got copied from. Like it's giving the character gravitas in ways that I haven't seen before. Yeah, because so, obviously
3: he's had these kids for a while, yeah. They've been around and continuing whatever. But this is the first time we've seen like actual connections and see why we should care about them as a family connection, other than just they are a family connection.
1: Yep, exactly. And they even play with that more because, as the story goes, uh, we're introduced to the his band of mercenaries with Wintergreen. And they fly into uh, Cambodia. And they, they kind of hint that it was a little while ago because they're talking about the Khmer Rouge. And if they still realize if they're not in power, and there's some jokes that like, they don't get CNN out here, so tell them that. And you find out that their mission is to go take someone out from this, like, brothel. And at the end, it's... it Well, not at the end. During that arc, you see there's a silver haired girl who is about eight and they all kind of question Slade, like what's going on this is this who we're here to get
3: yeah i think thing it says she's 10 at the time
1: okay so she's 10 yeah. and uh and it's it's rose you know wilson yeah. There's, and it's the first time we've seen her i think in a while so that was a nice little and they they play with you know because we also get teased about deathstroke's current wife that he has with the, the two sons, which that was a nice scene in the beginning where she's like, I'm gonna go get your dad. Your brother will watch you. And then he's like, No, he said he was leaving. And then it's just and Joey buttons. It
3: just throws a pie.
1: And he throws a party, yeah. And uh, we also get that in yeah, the mercenary group, one of the guys flipped and that's who told uh, you know Deathstroke they were it's yeah basically they're trying to find out who who kidnapped Wintergreen. And the guy that disseminated the info was one of their former guys. And it's just a nice little espionage book. And we're peeling back the pieces. And we find out that Dr. Icon is still a hero in Canada. Yeah, and just some kinda good gives banter them, with him. Yeah, he gives them some crap. Like, oh, yeah, you're the best hero on this whole 12 blocks in a city that, you know, nobody cares about.
3: And yeah, he's the, the same
1: guy that decided the suit that they recovered in the last issue.
3: Yeah, any uh-huh. jokes because uh, Icon's saying, oh, it's a gravity sheath that does all that. Yeah. Right. It's got all this stuff, it, tidal effects. And it's so just like, force field. Just say force field, damn it. Well,
1: it's more than a force field. It's like, no, it's still a force field.
3: Yeah,
1: and, It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and then they finally, Wintergreen breaks. their are one guy that flipped on him. And they start cracking the info. And they come to find out that in, and this is where I got lost were they Slade's files that were encrypted, or were they Slade like were they being stuff hidden from Slade?
3: I I thought they were Slade's files, but now okay. that you say it, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: But basically, you see, the Ravager is one of someone that's on his hit list to yeah. go after, and it ties up that this girl that he had, he had saved eight years ago yeah. is now running around, which. When this series started and we saw the Suns, and uh, we're familiar enough with that they become the Ravager and Jericho, I was like, "Well, where's Rose? Are they gonna do Rose?" And they do. Yeah.
3: As, and so, she's yeah. the Ravager as well, though.
1: Yeah. So I wonder if they're gonna go along with Grant and that whole story arc.
3: But also, I really like you know when when they get the information. Once they finish, they just put the ball through his neck. It's like yeah. so grim and efficient. But mm-hmm. and they they just like completely ignore it like nothing's happened
1: well there's that and and also throughout the art like when they go to retrieve the info and there's that couple that's there for slade and they're waiting Mm. on him and they're like oh no he's he's not here we're renting his loft but clearly like the way that they're drawn their 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 hands you can't see their hands and the girl pulls a screwdriver i think right or like an ice pick
3: yeah some of that
1: and she ends up with that you know in her, so taken out. But, yeah, it was – the art's great. The story's great. And it's, it's such a surprise because I associate Deathstroke with not good. Like, he's almost a punchline because of Arrow and the whole shadow. Shadow. Yes. Yeah. And, like, it's here. It's it's almost back to the Marv Wolfman where this is a guy you don't want to mess with. And he's out for himself. So it's not that hard to, to stay away from him. But once he's on your set – there's nothing.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: And, oh, the my favorite part, I think, was uh, Deathstroke Leaves. And the one guy they're trying to pull information out of is like, oh, I hate when he does that. And Wintergreen's like, well, you know, he did that before Batman did. <laughs> yeah. You know, so they're just playing with that. So, it, again, we talked about it earlier with the Connected Universe. Like, it doesn't feel like – feels like Deathstroke's off on his own, but there's still ties to Batman and other characters. Yeah, he's off on <laughs> his own
3: little mission, but he's
0: still part of the world. Yeah.
1: So. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely
0: enjoyed. Yeah. Definitely. All right, cool. Tim, uh, what were yeah. you looking at in your phone that entire time? Uh, you look really focused.
2: I was just going through different stuff.
0: Player <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mm. like doesn't care about death <laughs> stroke <enough>. uh, No. <laughs> uh, maybe
2: if if you guys say it's really good, I'll maybe I'll check it out at some point. But it just doesn't have. Yeah. Um, really any interest for me. I think he's a great villain. I just can't really well, that's the thing, this wanting isn't, to read a book about this. This isn't
3: playing him as a good guy. Yeah. And yeah. it's not trying to. Mm. So it's so it works.
1: Well and it helps that you have Christopher mm. Priest coming in. I feel like if we get someone that's not of that level of writer, it could go bad very quickly. Yeah. Mm. But just the way he's revealing stuff through flashbacks and how, you know, it goes to the issue. So it's almost serialized in a way. To where uh, each issue kind of can, can stand alone because they're kind of self-contained, but as you read them, more's you know—there's yeah. a bigger picture being painted.
3: They are excellently paced with the flashbacks as well. Yep, like they're always intercut at exactly the right moment.
0: Mhm. So oh. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that'll take us on to Connor's corner. <laughs> So, yeah. Connor, keep these brief, because we are running along on this, because we have yeah. so many books. Yep. Uh, first up, you've got Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Court, issue four, uh, written by Robert Vendetti, and art by Ethan Van Sciver.
3: First up, what the hell, Matt? I thought you were reading this with me.
0: Nah, man. After I jog- I, you said last time we got no Gardner,
1: I was out.
3: <laughs> See, this time we got a load of Gardner.
1: See, you know... Every-
3: <sighs> it does this. Basically, what happened was some yellow lanterns. like They pulled the the to Sinestro and they're like, oh, we got the green lantern for you. And he's like, oh, see. And they pull out Guy Gardner. <laughs> and uh, so he has some some banter with Sinestro. Mm-hmm. You know, the usual stuff. Sinestro talking down to him like, yeah, you're not good enough. I wanted Hal. As you'd expect. Mm. Guy's posturing as you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, Sinestro, they drain his ring and he tries to do, to, to use it and he, he comes up with like a, he, he sends like a truck at Sinestro and Sinestro's like really sneering. It's like, oh, all the imagination, you can do anything and you come up with a truck. But that used up the last of his, uh, his, his ring energy and turns out he wears nothing underneath. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, of course
1: he doesn't.
3: <laughs> exactly. So this, uh... the suit kind of dissipates when the energy comes out and he's just stood there and he doesn't shy away from it. He's like, what, you really tell me you wear something under that? <laughs> yeah, as you'd expect. Um, some of the other yellows did take low and um, but um, Cyronix's got him, and she's patching him sign. up and and uh, keeping him alive. Sinestro's plan's still going on. You know, he's got a big fear machine. Not entirely sure what's going on with that, to be honest. He, <laughs> he's, you know, how before they were like trying to capture all the Wait, everyone. Are you, that was are you
0: sure it's not the fear tower? Which well, is I'm pretty there? sure.
3: It's it's, I'm problem. pretty and sure edgy's is, is my, called Fair Machine.
1: And this is just my problem with Venditti. I love all his supporting characters, but when it comes to the main character and the main story,
3: it's so it's, just no.
1: It's tedious, and that was my problem with the Flash when yeah. when he got to to Reverse Flash or Zoom, whoever it was, whatever the plan was. It was just like really like you're going through time, and collecting people.
3: Yeah, why? That's, that's kind of what it feels like here again. Similar sort of things, like. Uh, why but then at the end uh john stewart's like right guy's missing what, what should we do let's go after him so uh, gonna be some confrontation could be gotcha. fun could i'm not entirely sure
0: could yeah. probably
3: could. not <laughs> it, it, it really depends like the, the more they throw guy and john the better yeah. but every time it comes up with hal and sinestro i lose interest so i'm really mm-hmm. torn on
0: this book still all right. Well, that'll take Connor on to talking about his favourite book of the month, and that is Red Hood and the Outlaws issue right. to written... I feel
3: like this book. No, we're not going to. No, he doesn't get credit. All right. <laughs> no, this book is desperately trying to get Matt to read it because you know how I mentioned last time that the big J-Net. massive.
1: Yeah.
3: It Mjolnir's where she can summon it, and it like flies towards her. Who's this? Uh, Artemis. Oh
1: Lopel <laughs> Oh Lopel. <Lafayette. laughs> I just he was on Twitter this week and basically suggested people should pirate his books because a pirated book is better than nobody reading his book.
3: Oh, wow. I would suggest don't even it. pirate this.
1: And that's my thing is yeah,
3: just don't. <sighs> This is honestly, possibly the longest feeling comic I've ever read in my life. There's a four page prologue about Artemis and I could have sworn it was most of the issue by the time I got to the end of it. (laughs) And then we get more of Jason going, oh, I'm going to do it Batman's way because I want Batman to like me. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I can guarantee you I've never thought that. (laughs) (laughs) So the team doesn't get together.
3: No. Basically, they're they're attacking this train for Black Mask because he's working for Black Mask now. And um, he's like, oh, there's a weapon. We'll get it. It's some genetic thing, and it shows like a a Superman clone is right at the end of this reveal. And it's like, okay, this is presumably going to lead to Bizarro. But it's not not Bizarro-esque clone. It's a very normal-looking clone. Perhaps a little shriveled because it's like... Doesn't seem to be that alive. It's kind of in a tank, you know.
0: Yeah.
3: But it's not Bizarro'd.
0: So you've not quite got to Bizarro yet. No, not even close. Leading you down that path, but not quite there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! The the first issue had all three on the
0: cover, and not not once (laughs) have they stood together. No. So um yeah, so Connor's hooked in then for at least issue three at this point, probably at least up to issue six, I imagine. We're going to at least let him. We're going to make him finish the arc for everyone's enjoyment not hers but the rest of us have enjoyment of it.
1: oh man i'm gonna say this too if you really are interested in bizarro go back and check out heath corson's bizarro mini they came out of that dcu initiative that was really That's good a, i recommend it's it it's a lot of fun and you get guest artists doing spots you know mm. like at one point you have uh, albuquerque doing you know an adam strange uh with uh Oh, yeah, yeah, Hawkman Harness and whatnot. And just, it'll stop you from reading Redhead and the Outlaws. That was a
3: lot of fun. It's goofy, <laughs>
0: it's fun, yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's take us on to the last book this week. So, yeah, we've got a book after Connor's Corner, which is a little bit weird, but it's because it's kind of a separate thing. We're going to talk about Doom Patrol issue one. This is the first book from DC's young animal line, which is kind of like a, almost a vertigo... Oh line but not really but in the continuity of the universe is it yeah. in continuity i think well, it is I, i'm not with people yeah but I, i'm
3: not sure if it's like see a lot of it still feels like there's an alternate universal thing where maybe it is they, they exist you, like, you know like i'll uh, be
0: honest i didn't understand what i read so <laughs> no one understand what they read man. no, no, okay. no, no they did well
1: i feel there's people online
0: and I won't say their
1: names that are going to be like, oh, I totally got it. Like, you guys just don't get it because you're not, you know, you're not cool enough to read well, stuff on this before, level. And before
0: we oh. run away with it, um, Doom Patrol Issue 1 written by Gerard Way mm-hmm. and it's got art by oh. Nick Derrington. And um, we mainly focus on an ambulance driver. Uh, what's her name again? Oh, I've forgotten her name. What's the main title of the book? It's not clear. It's. Uh, Oh,
2: it begins with like God. a C something.
0: it's a C yeah because it's our birthday yeah. isn't it or Casey. it was going to be her birthday Casey, right? Casey. Casey that's it Casey uh, Brink yeah Casey Brink she's an ambulance driver and we see her you know taking a body back to the hospital and we see her on her break she uh, is with her partner she's playing an arcade machine while he's eating a burrito and she goes home has a fight with her roommate and gets a new roommate when a new person shows up and makes <laughs> him explode into a party like popper <laughs> type situation um <laughs> That's all it's starting about. about Robot Man. Also,
1: Robot Man
0: shows up and explodes. We've got I'm... the year it, it gets but, run over. Yeah, it's not exploding. That's that's kinda... right. It gets happy. After that's track. right. That's,
2: that's kind of like a Robot Man's thing, though. He always gets uh, like
0: I, I broken get up that. and
2: stuff, <laughs> which is great. But,
1: so I am I the really only one who's Patrol. You yeah. haven't? No, uh, I've am never I read the
0: only one who. I have no. never read okay. Doom Patrol in my lifetime. This is new to me. So,
2: um. I I really like this issue and I'm actually, I'm a pretty big fan of the Doom Patrol and and not just Morrison's run. um, Like I haven't read everything that they've been in, but um, there was a good teen Titans arc that Johns wrote with them. And that's what uh, I was
1: going to bring up is that's my introduction. And the only way I know Doom Patrol is through the Johns. And it was that one arc, like
2: yeah, that one arc is pretty
1: good.
3: I've seen them show up every so often in
1: the new
2: 52, didn't they? well there was um well before that uh matt like after that i don't know how soon it was after but keith giffen did a a, a run yeah. on them which was actually pretty good as well um i i really like doom patrol because they are and and i know this book is really weird but that's kind of like the point of the doom patrol like they are a really weird offbeat superhero team and uh gerard way is actually like you know friends with morrison i I feel like they have
0: joe it's funny tim as you said they're a rough beat superhero team and all i could think is wait this is about a superhero team (laughs) i didn't get that at all like (laughs) it's not yet it's not yeah
1: no but like i was like i get dr calder and robot man and was it negative man don't jump
2: yeah the the uh yeah, Negative Man, and trying to, like, during uh, Morrison's run, he combines with, like, oh, a, hold on, hold a woman, too. Yeah.
0: Before we start talking about things that we, people know from actual previous things, let's just talk about what's in the issue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: out of all those characters that I think I know about Doom Patrol, Robot Man's the only one that shows up.
0: Yeah. Uh, you so, Aside from, like, the one page of Niles Calder. Right, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, we follow, we follow uh, I forgot her name again, Casey. Cassie? Yeah, Casey, Casey, yeah. Casey. Right. So we follow Casey, and I actually really like Casey. Right. And I think a big yeah. thing this book has going for it is that she doesn't seem to know what any of this stuff is either, and her learning stuff as she goes will be our introduction. will yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think that'll help out a lot. Still though, her reaction to this new random woman who shows up at her door, singing happy birthday and exploding her roommate. And then accepting her as a new roommate, (laughs) Um, I think she might be just
3: in shock at that point. Possibly, possibly. she's not entirely sure what earth's going on.
0: But she's going to help her rebuild the robot man that they exploded in front of her, or get hit by the truck in front of her. Uh, And that's kind of where we are with them. We also get a scene of this like evil boardroom of people who all they're a Tron, uh, and they're going to uh, except for the two melting guys. Except for the two melting guys, yeah, and they're going to. They're going to start a burger, a new burger chain based on this meat that they can keep growing out of this organic meat life form thing that they're going to force into producing meat for them. I really like their little like
3: team slogan.
2: Now, uh, what you guys probably aren't going to realize um, is there's a character from uh, Morrison's run called Danny the Street. Which was kind of like this street yeah, that could appear,
4: yeah.
2: yeah, and you could like appear anywhere and and like transport them and stuff. So I, I think they mentioned like that they're making, uh, they mentioned Danny somewhere there, and I, and I feel like that's where they're gonna get the meat from. Is they're basically going to be harvesting Danny? That's what I I kind of feel like. Um, which,
0: again, if you have no idea, like what <laughs> yeah, see, I, feel, I, is. <laughs> I, I, I this that's a problem with like bringing in your past knowledge of Doom Patrol. Is it, it kind yeah. of like, you're, you're I saying think
1: that's you're, why but, Young Animal is Young Animal, and this is not no. a rebirth thing? Yeah, no, yeah, but it's still because an issue it's going to have to base off that.
0: I know that, but. But what I'm saying though is I don't feel like there's much point in us talking about all these characters you know from the previous thing because this is this is no, clearly no, no. meant to be a new issue. Okay, one. but I'm,
2: I'm giving you context for stuff that you're not. It's uh. Understand. I don't they're think cold, this the thing.
0: is the uh, thing. They're called Danny Burgers.
2: That's uh, where
3: yeah. it's coming like from.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, But the thing is, though, is, I feel like like Matt was throwing names at me as well about characters he knows from, and I'm like, all you're doing is confusing me more. Like,
1: but that's and that's my main problem with this is it feels like okay, so I used to hate on Doctor Who a lot, right? Because I didn't understand it. And then I watched some issues. I watched some episodes. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. But there were certain arcs where I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. And I feel like that's what happened here. Like, this could be a lot of fun. But this whole introduction stuff, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how anything is going to meet up with anything else. Oh,
0: and there's a small scene we've not talked about yet. There's a random guy in, like, a park playing, like, piano or keyboards.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Dr. Calder, I'd which, explain, it. Which, <laughs> I'd explain <laughs> who Dr. it Calder. is, Peter,
2: but you seem to get mad when I bring in my knowledge yeah. from the previous But, but series, it says so.
1: that. It says that on the thing. It says Dr. Niles Calder. And then he okay. just plays okay. a synthesizer. And that's what we get a half a page or a page of. And this is the type of stuff that I, I hate that gets, like, oh my god, that was so avant-garde. Well... Was it really or was it a dude like wasting space playing X- right, exercise? Time,
0: explain who Niles Calder
2: is then. He's basically like the leader of the Doom Patrol. He's like the Professor X character, right. if you will. Uh he's kinda like this very brainy scientist who kinda like uh he built Robot Man and yeah, uh, he's he built Robot Man, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah and he so this is, this kinda like
0: brings the team together. That's just more giving me context now. I think before you gave me you told me some things and he <laughs> well, didn't tell you me you who that was just... in this book. Like, I, I didn't yeah, know who well, we were talking about. It was just, like, a random yeah. person that well, I didn't even know. Right. say, The is... End the
1: Living Street, too, is, is hard to give context to. This Here's is going to be... the thing be... for me,
0: though. Like, yes, this just
3: throws it all out there, and I'm, like, pure and have not really any context for this. But I was okay with it, because, like I said, I, I really like Casey, and you attach onto her. Why and, not? No, I enjoyed this it. book
0: as well. I actually really liked this book. Um, I, I'm just uh, jumping in here because, like... Matt keeps trying to like explain things, or getting (laughs) Timmy explain things to him. Like he's really trying to like make sense of it, and I feel like there's almost no point at this stage because we yeah I agree we don't really see.
1: I hate that. I hate that you're gonna charge me four dollars and just go. Well, you have to wait. So here, pay. Give me another twenty, and I'll give you everything else. And it's like, well, well, how about you seed some stuff in a context way? Because there's stuff even that Casey says about her prom and that her like. There's some weird dialogue about somebody flying through a star or something like
3: i, I, guess, but I think just <laughs> wanting to know more is what what could you come back you're interested yeah.
0: enough in what you'll get and then it's like right you want to know more i think come back here i think more. everything with casey i really like and i like the introduction of the robot man like you know the calder guy playing the keyboard i thought was weird because there was just no context <laughs> for it it was just him playing a keyboard the scene Why with did the
1: guy come out of a euro. well
0: hold on i'll I'm, I'm get to that in a second like <laughs> I'm getting to that in a second, right? But like the keyboard man was kind of out of context and stupid, right? Because it just it didn't connect to anything. Whereas the the boardroom meeting about the the meat burger thing, at least there was enough of that that I got what that scene in and of itself was. Whereas the keyboard guy, it was just oh, it was just a page of someone playing a keyboard, and I didn't get it. Yeah. You know, like whereas the scene with the, them talking about the meat burgers, they set up something. They set up we're going to do this thing, and I got that they were kind of shady that what they're doing is wrong. Like there was enough mm-hmm. there that I understood that. Now, yeah, what I wanted to get to, the last thing I wanted to get to, was the fact that the, the burrito, <laughs> right? There's a hidden universe in the burrito. This was the thing where that this got it. really trippy, because he <laughs> threw the burrito, the, her, like, Casey's a uh, co-worker, the, the, the other ambulance guy, the paramedic, throws it in the, the the trash, and we go into the burrito, and there's this <laughs> universe, and it sets off an explosion, and then it cuts back to them in the real world, and the, the trash explodes. <laughs> I didn't get that part so much.
1: No, and I get what he was saying about how the Euro comes together and like that's how the universe, like there's all these pieces that make the bigger thing. But then you literally put a pocket left. universe in there and had Robot Man come flying out of it.
0: I think I think the problem is is Matt's just getting too angry
2: talking about this. What what I figured is that he was probably on some type of mission and um that <laughs> he basically like killed the universe and then came out of it or something uh, but yeah oh, I mean it, it's man. super weird but again like what I know... like though is there was a link to
3: this stuff and Calder with the fly because obviously we see the yeah, fly go yeah, on to it yeah. and then their speech bubble is just the fly but then when he's playing the synthesizer there's just the fly
0: again <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't really sure what that meant but I did notice the fly like popping up yeah throughout. sort
1: of like a I know that's why oh, yeah. I don't watch David Lynch because this is what happens when I watch David Lynch and I want to start <laughs> yeah. throwing stuff. Because but see, Matt, like, this,
0: w- this makes me frustrated uh, at you though because anything you don't like get conventionally sort of told. Like, well, it's, it's not like...
1: even conventionally because I can I can watch like a, a Kubrick movie and it's fine. But once you start going too far the other direction, I get angry because I feel like now you're wasting my time. And it's like that's cool. I'm glad it exists, but like I felt like I wasted a four dollars buying this book see, I d- and then I wasted the 20 minutes reading it see I disagree so, I think
0: you can tell I think you can tell a few pages in or if it's a movie like David Lynch you can tell a few scenes in that you can tell enough to trust the people telling the story that there's going to be a greater meaning to this whether or not it's going to be yeah. completely well, spelled sure out it is, at some point I'm not or what? sticking out mm. see look you're, you're getting angry and you're interrupting like, see this is where you know he's getting agitated he's getting really Gosh. agitated talking about this well Gosh. I'm going to continue reading this book because <laughs> I'm intrigued and i enjoy also them.
2: uh also if i can say uh well let, let me ask you guys too is have you guys read anything else by gerard way i, mean, uh, I most notably no, probably think umbrella academy no i don't think uh, so no. just listening See, to I,
1: my chemical romance count uh kind of yeah i mean you can well, say yes,
2: but, and i yeah. don't
1: like and i don't like it that much
2: me either me either i, I, I like my chemical i'm a i'm a fan of theirs well, uh, I, I like but, three
1: cheers but past yeah. that, I kind of I jump out because then it becomes an art project, and I'm kind of like, uh,
2: uh, they're not my favorite band, but they're good. But uh, yeah. I uh, I really like Umbrella Academy, but I feel like it was kind of set up in a uh, similar way where, um, you on. know, it tells. Can I
0: just jump in and ask what the hell Gerard Way has to do with My Chemical Romance? He's the so main Lee's guy.
1: Super... And y- news to me, how did yeah,
0: you not man. know this? I hate My Chemical Romance. Videos. Why would I know that? <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, and that's should, the thing is... If you're going to hate something, you should at least understand it.
1: <laughs> it just looks like an emo. That's not true, because I don't like modern pop music, and I'm not going to take time to, to yeah. find out and why. I, so I and mean, if I mean? you understand
2: something, you should know why you
1: hate it. Well, and I get why. Anyways... <laughs>
2: but what uh, this was saying, though, uh, I really enjoy Umbrella Academy. I feel like it's uh, pretty similar and it, it also is kind of structured similarly. Where, yes, the first issue is weird, it, it does drop you in this uh, crazy universe, but by the end, you know, he did tell a, a complete story that made sense. And uh, I, I have faith that that's probably what's going to happen here. And it is probably going to be very weird, and there will probably yeah. be, like, you know, uh, weird aside stuff. But yeah. again, uh, you know, Doom Patrol—that's kind of their thing. It is going to be kind of weird. Um, Maybe there will be not. Maybe not everything will make like total sense, but that's kind of the ride that you're going in. Um, If if you read this issue and you don't like it, then I probably wouldn't recommend sticking with it. But um, if you do like it, then uh, I would highly recommend checking out uh, Morrison's run because it's really fantastic. I wonder if a if a
3: universe is born and died every time I hiccup. (laughs) <laughs> Probably
0: that 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 got existential very quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sticking with. It. I'm at least reading this too. I I was yeah, intrigued I enough, and I liked I liked and the main girl. I liked the overall the... tone of the book was very unique, yeah. and I liked that. So I am down for it. And um, real quick, I'd say I enjoyed the
2: art too. I, I thought it had like a fun uh, I liked it, art yeah. style.
0: The art yeah. art I can get behind. The art looked yeah. great. I just wish I could make sense of it, the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. Uh, had a very good muted color palette as well, yeah. which I thought was cool. Um, no, no, I liked Doom Patrol issue one. Um, I didn't read the, because uh, there was like a preview for a... Shade? Yeah, the Shade book. Yeah, I, um, uh, I have read it. i
2: kind of interesting in, be- uh, in that just because um, I have never been a big fan of Shade. I tried reading the vertigo series before it and, i, I uh, didn't even know it, it was that a, much
0: i didn't even know it was a pre-established thing oh before. yeah but it was shade yeah. the changing man yeah,
2: yeah it was shade right, the changing okay. man well uh, and
1: i only like know it. this yeah i only know this from blackest night it was one of the titles yeah. that the dead titles right, that got brought yeah. back
2: and well, uh, and this is kind of my wheelhouse like I, I do like dc but uh like like 80s vertigo is like my like mainstay like i love 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 that stuff so like all these uh titles and stuff that are being brought back from that i'm really uh intrigued in
0: well um what i was going to say is i didn't read the back no, the backup it's not it's not a backup but it was preview. like you know preview Little like a, preview yeah four yeah. or five page preview for it um i didn't read it because I, I don't like reading previews i like to read the full yeah. book as a whole but i will I say didn't read it either but yeah <laughs> i will finish this goddamn sentence if it kills me tim <laughs> You piece of crap! Hey, I'm
1: not interrupting this time.
0: No, you did too. He went into something, then you went into something, and then I failed to get back to my main point, and then he's interrupting me again. I'm gonna I'm kill disagreeing him. disagreeing with you. Yeah, but anyway, I thought the art for that looked atrocious. Um, really? I yeah, it's just not my style. Like I hate how it looks. It's like I looked at that and goes, I, I'm convinced I'm going to hate that book right away just because of how it looks. I, it's, it's got that. Um, I don't know, it's almost like someone who was eight drew it, kind of feel to it. And I don't mean that as like an insult little, Insult to the artist, I just mean... A little simplistic. It looks like a children's book, kind of thing. I don't know, I, I just really didn't like how it looked. So, I'm almost positive I'm going to hate that book, just based on how the art looks. But
3: I really don't have that problem with it. I mean, again, yeah, I didn't read really... it, I just flicked through the art, it looks yeah. fine to me
2: i have to take a look at again, but yeah, I didn't remember. Like, I guess it didn't stand out to me where I loved it, but I don't remember having any bad feelings about it. I just don't it.
0: like the style. It's just not for me. That's basically all, all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, not to end it in too much of a downer. Um, at least next time when we talk about doing patrol battles, just stay quiet for the 5-10 uh, the minutes. Uh, and we can do it without the, the angry man. Alright. <laughs> Okay. Any final thoughts anyone re- has? I'm gonna read
1: it now just to ruin your
0: fun time.
3: Oh god! <laughs> uh, you really don't want to put yourself through that, Matt.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I'll it's just mute him. Beat. I'll just mute him for that portion of the, the show. It's fine. Um,
2: You're really not gonna like Doom Patrol Day. <laughs> <laughs> it gets
0: announced. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's do our favourites of the week. Let's, first of all, pick our panel of the week. Uh, mines is easy. It is Godspeed splash page, uh, bright, bold, super menacing, like, almost cheesy villain announcing himself. I'm all over it. Matt. What? <laughs> panel of the week? Favourite panel? Oh,
1: I have to think. I got chapter of Doom Patrol <laughs> and I was thinking why I didn't Jesus like Christ. it so much. <laughs> Everyone um, just sat
0: there really quietly, waiting for Matt to respond.
1: No, I just. God damn it! Uh, All right, oh no. panel of the week is probably it's gonna have to be from Detective, and it's. Uh, I don't want to sell Pete's. So it's probably the hug. Um, it's probably still... the reveal. Pete just and, said, "What? Not paying attention? No, so. I just,
0: I just gave um, mine Matt, and it wasn't that. So.
1: Okay, well then it was the hug between spoiler and. Also Batman. a good choice. Also a good choice it's because of the the emotions at play there. Sorry, that <laughs> book messed me up, guys.
0: Jesus Christ. You guys got me thinking
1: about it. <laughs> uh.
0: Oh, Ginger, you're up.
3: Oh, well, I was going to say the one Matt said, but for the sake right. of having something different, I'll go with the the page where all the gods appear to her in Wonder Woman. Oh,
4: nice.
2: So, yeah. Temmie. Uh, well, I'm, actually, I, I'm surprised no one else said this, but, um, I mean, it's got to be a detective and it's got to be just, uh, you know, Tim Drake's last stand, just, you know, seeing him uh, gun down. I just thought, like, you know, it, I guess it's weird to say, like, oh, it's my favorite when he died, but yeah, well, or, but it was a powerful image, you know.
1: And that's yeah, why I like... didn't say that, because I don't want to look like a nut job going, <laughs> I love watching it. <laughs> so I get torn apart by bullets, but uh, I'm with the relief over, Yeah. Yo right. Pete, so
0: what was yours again? It was yeah, the <laughs> Godspeed splash the page, uh, Matt. Godspeed, okay. being all That's medicine a good one. And, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, it's, it's so weird. That was like uh, like you can fake reading the comic book, but you can't fake listening for the last twenty seconds. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Dear, okay. Doom Patrol just about broke us in half. So hopefully next week uh, we're I back. I think around. I know Matt's least favorite book of the week. Yeah. it yeah. probably was um, yeah so we're going to do top fives and least favourite of the week um, of the books so um, would anyone like to jump in first I'll take I'll that go s- first oh, really? yeah. on,
1: that? I'll take
0: that first because we all know my
1: least but mm-hmm. nah, number one going to be Detective followed by um, let's go Wonder Woman and then Deathstroke and then Flash. And we'll put Action at number five. And then we'll put Doom Patrol, just because y'all just saw what it did to me. So <laughs> and there's proofs in the pudding. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I think I'll jump in there, and I will say Detective at number one. Mm-hmm. I will then put The Flash at number two. I will then put Wonder Woman mm-hmm. at, issue, issue three, at number three. And I will then go... Um, um, new Superman and then in fifth place Superwoman a lot of super in there there's a lot of super in there but you know, that's where it goes Timmy you go next
2: uh, well easily uh, detective number one for me um, Doom Patrol second uh, trying to think of uh, what else did I read if I don't like him
1: so much <laughs> he'd be somebody that I would hate like <laughs>
2: <sighs> um. Yeah, probably. What else did I read besides Action and Flash? What, what else did we talk about? Jesus,
1: I know it's been a long Christ one. Time. Wonder
2: Woman. Wonder Woman, I didn't. I didn't you read. didn't read that. You didn't read Wonder Woman. Yeah.
1: Flash, Detective, Action. All-star oh, wait, oh, actually,
2: oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so it be Detective, Doom Patrol, probably All-Star Batman, actually, I, I do like that quite a bit, then, uh, let's say, Flash, Action, and, um, what, then the worst?
0: And then the worst? Yeah, what's the
2: worst I mean, I hate to say it, because I don't think it's bad, but I, again, I didn't read a ton this week, but I'd probably have to put Superwoman at the worst, just yeah. in terms of my favorite, but. All
0: right, um, and that leaves one, Bring on yeah. the Ginge. Mine's actually very similar to
3: Matt's. My top four, I think, is the same: Detective, Ooh. Wonder Woman, Deathstroke, Flash. Five's where I do a different. I'll go with All Star Batman. Bottom, obviously, Red Hood. But if I if I do the usual level playing field, take out corners, Corner stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Oof. Mm.
1: Well, that makes sense. You said it
0: was on your drop list, so all right. The test. Well. There you go. There's an epic length episode of Comments from the Multiverse. And that leaves just one thing for me to do, and that is to tell you what's coming next week. And we have two new books coming next week. We have Trinity Issue 1 coming. Uh, Which is the start of the ongoing series. We also have the first of a mini-series and that is Raven Issue 1. So look out for that. We also have the start of the Night of the Monster Men crossover, which will include both Batman issue 7 and Nightwing issue 5. Do you know which one we're supposed to read first? Batman. Okay. And then on top of that, of course, we have Aquaman issue 7, Cyborg issue 1, Green Arrow issue 7, Green Lanterns issue 7, Justice League issue 5, Superman issue 7, and then finally in Connor's corner is Halle- <laughs> sorry, Harley Quinn issue 4. But of course, Connor still has issue 3 to talk about, so that'll uh, be thrown in there too. Uh, notably a, l- a little bit smaller than uh, this week's Epic Load, which uh, was only made worse by Green Lanterns getting delayed. Yeah. But, um yeah. So, yeah, that's what's coming next week, so hopefully you join us for that. And, uh, yeah, so I guess that leaves me to say thank you very much for watching and or listening. You can get us, of course, on mailed at, un- at mailed underscore fuzz, it's been a long show guys, I'm i'm losing my uh, <laughs> line of thought here, um, and uh, yeah like and subscribe, let us know what you thought of the books and the comments and stuff and all that jazz, it helps us out a lot, check out other stuff we do on the mail Fuzz Network, on the YouTube channels, MailFuzz Fuzz TV has all the almost cancelled TV reviews with me and Connor, all the superhero shows are coming back soon, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back next week and then the following two weeks later, uh, the Flash and Arrow and then Supergirl and uh, Legends of Tomorrow is all coming back, so if you want reviews of that, me and Connor do that on a weekly basis when they're airing. Uh, me and Tim do horror movie stuff over on Streams After Midnight on the Mailed Fuzz Movies channel. Me and Matt do regular movies on one21 Gigawatts over on the Movies channel. And I think that's everything. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys watching and are listening we always appreciate it keep reading comic books and always remember never get lost in the speed force
1: and long leave the Legion oh man